For anyone who doesn't know, it is exactly 7 p.m. Eastern Time. <laughs> and we are live. We're, we're coming to you guys live from the Utreon so we can actually, we can hold guns. There you go. We're able to hold guns. And if you want to join us, if you're watching this later and you're thinking, man, how are these guys live? How are they able to hold guns? The power of Utreon compels you. We could be... Yeah, we could be. There you go. You could do that again. I didn't. I wasn't able to show you. There you go. <laughs> yeah. So that's how we're able to do this. Go on Utreon slash Who Moved My Freedom podcast. That's how you can actually join us here. You could be in the chat. All that kind of good stuff. Um, you know, we're, you're, you're completely entirely welcome. If you want to know about these things, the place to actually go to find out about all of this stuff is hankstrange.com. You can go to the website. You, you can look around there. You can find all the different ways to support us on that. Um, that being said, oh, it looks like we've got, we've got, uh, our mystery guest is joining us here. Hold on. Let me put everyone here in the... Oh, I'm waiting on this. Chat. Boom. Adrian, go sideways. Go sideways go with sideways, your. Go sideways. Gotcha. Okay, there you go. And I think Better. you have to. Okay, yeah, you got to mute. You got to mute your. Uh, you got to mute your. Uh, thing of Majiggy. Mabobby. Mabobby. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. All right. So listen, everyone's here. Right, I'm so going to start, here, the I'm gonna, I'm gonna start the show. I'm going to start the show. Welcome back to the Hank Strange Situation, Lifestyles of the Locked and Loaded. We wouldn't be able to keep the Who Moved My Freedom podcast going without the support of great companies like Franklin Armory. Franklin Armory provides 100% U.S.-made firearms and awesome binary option triggers. Their focus and purpose is to provide freedom tools to all Americans, especially those in not-so-free states. So when you're in the market, please consider Franklin Armory. All right, yeah. My apologies for that little feedback. I don't know whether or not you guys got that out there. Apologies uh, on that. having the Jimi Hendrix experience. <laughs> yeah, let us know how the audio is sounding. We are live, guys. You got to do jazz hands. That's the way it goes. Adrian, I think you've been on the podcast before. You know about the jazz, jazz hands. There you go. We are live. I hope you guys have your big girl panties on. Now you're muted, so I'm not sure exactly... If you're doing this all through your phone, you might have to close out the window, the other window, and then unmute whatever you did there. Anyway, so while we're getting that all worked out here, this is episode 887 of the Who Move My Freedom podcast. My guests are Adrian of Cigars and Guns, and uh, there he is. We're, we're, gonna, we're getting all his stuff worked out here as we speak. And then we also have Roy Hill of Brownells joining us as okay. well. What's up, Roy? Adrian, can you hear us? Yeah, can you hear me? Yes, boom. There you yes. go. Adrian Perfect. is in the building. Welcome back to the show, gentlemen. How are you guys? It's, it's hey, darn good to see you, Adrian. It's <laughs> darn good to see you. Dude, I'm digging the beard, brother. I'm digging <laughs> oh, the thank you. Thank you. I'm That's trying to get that uh, Roy Hill vibe. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> you, got, you got the Roy Hill vibe beat, man. I'm having beard envy over here. <laughs> yeah. Man, it's uh, yeah, it's like uh, uh the gray ghost over there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so very cool. Um, let's see. Shout out to everyone who's out there in the chat right now on Utreon. If you're joining us, smash the uh, arrow up right under the title. That's the thing to do. We appreciate that. 
And um, as I said when we were starting this out there, you know, uh, this is on Utreon. Big thanks to Utreon. I don't know if you guys are aware of that, but I'll talk about it first. Do you guys know what Utreon is? Because you're on it right now. No, I've never heard of it. Very high level. Yeah. Yeah. What was that, Roy? I said only at a very high level. Right. Okay. <laughs> so basically, Utreon is a uh, it's a combination of YouTube and Patreon. So you can actually have people subscribe to you on the channel and support you and all of that. But it's also a lot like a, a YouTube type of platform or a content platform. And they'll bring your your content from YouTube over automatically. You can also go live. Um, so I would encourage you guys to actually sign up your channels here. That's that's why we're doing this. So that way, Roy, for example, I mean, I know you're probably not in charge of this over at Brownells, but, you know, if Brownells gets kicked off the YouTube, you know, or if you guys ever need to go live, if you ever went live from Brownells on YouTube and you had uh, a gun in your hand, they'd probably kick you. It, that very well could happen. And, and, yeah. And I really like the fact that here on Utreon we can... You can hold the guns, yes. Oh my goodness. Yes, absolutely. So Adrian, I know you have a YouTube channel as well, right? Oh, okay. Adrian is still working on stuff. I think I was was still hearing a little bit of an echo there. How's that? Um, And maybe it's the headphones. Let me let me take these off. Yeah, or you could turn them down. Maybe they're 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 getting picked up on the on the microphone. So, uh, yeah, you guys out there can you guys out there can let us know if you're hearing any of that feedback because I just might be hearing it, but you guys, yeah, I, I haven't know. heard it since the start of the show. Oh, okay, so Roy's good on it. Um, I took them off just in case. Okay, cool. All right, so and then shout out to everyone. I see Appalachian Gunrunners out there. Cruise Man is out there. Armin and Axes as well. Lola is also in the chat. So yeah, anyway. Uh, Utreon always a good idea for uh, folks out there to try out, and they are they are um, a pro gun. As a matter of fact, they actually went to one of the um, Iraq veteran events. So I'm not that's why I'm not sure if uh, Roy got a chance to meet him out there or not. Probably I'm not. I don't remember his name. I have his card. I know it's huge. It's like this big. <laughs> and, oh, yeah. um, I met him for maybe like 45 seconds. Okay. Because of course the Iraq vet. I'm usually running the booth and helping people shoot guns. Yes. So do you, while we, while we've got you here, Roy, do you want to tell the folks out there who are not aware of who you are? Maybe they never heard of Brownells, who you oh, are, I, I what hope you did. Yeah. But in, just in case you have not heard of Brownells, you need immediately to go on your phone or device to www.brownells.com. That's B R O N E L L S. The word Brown with L's on the end of it. Um, probably even have a hat around here somewhere that's got it on there. Hey, look at that. So, uh, here's, here's brownells.com and check us out. Uh, we have over a hundred thousand different, uh, firearms and firearms related yeah. products. I'm going to search it right now. Brownells. And it just, I mean, it comes up, you know, <laughs> boom, there you go. So we've been around since 1939. uh, We're a third generation, a family owned company located in Iowa. In fact, oh, it was about 37 degrees here today and we had snow this morning. Now, not enough to stick, but but uh, here on in in the first week of April, we in fact had 
snow. So okay. Iowa. Yeah, that's how it is in Iowa. Let's see, we got the site up there, so if you guys oh, yes. want to look through stuff, uh, feel free to look through, check out the website and all that. Uh, lots of awesome goodness on there. I'm sure Roy will probably walk us through a couple of things. Based on questions that folks have, we'll, you know, we'll take sure. questions, we'll hand to mm -hmm. them. Uh, Cruise Man says, what the hell is a Brownells? Laugh out loud, so there you go. <laughs> it's a last name. Yes. Uh, and then Adrian uh, you know, for the folks who haven't, I think the last time you were on is a couple of years ago. It, it's been a couple of years. Yeah. So yeah. Adrian with uh, cigars and guns, uh, we're a, just an advocate for anything gun related as well as cigar related to mm -hmm. very, uh, 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 subjects that are, you know, always being blocked on social media. So it's, mm -hmm. I'm trying to advocate for companies uh, such as Brownells and other, you know, cigar related companies as well. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, I, I hope everyone heard everything that you said there. Um, Cause I know that came in a little bit um, on my end. I don't know. This could be me. So you guys need to uh, help me out here and let me know how it's coming in for you all. Cruise man says I've met Adrian. So there you go. What's up, brother? Um, yeah. So definitely, yeah. I mean, you know, you're you're doing cigars, you're doing guns. The social medias don't like that. You know, welcome to the world that we all live in. So, yeah. I actually, so we were trying to get you to come on when we had, um, we we had Josh from Brownells on, and then we were trying to see, man, could we get like the old crew back? together here but it, it didn't really work out because i think that night you were actually doing your podcast so do you want to tell people about you know your podcast when you do it what you guys talk about yeah definitely yeah does that sound better yes way better yep. awesome a hundred times better yeah okay so excuse my hand uh yeah so i have a we have quite a few podcasts about three a week um we have tuesday which is cigar talk and that's uh, six, no, eight PM Central. Mm -hmm. And then we have a Lead and Leaf show, which is a podcast I do with Vulcan Machine Works, and that is on Wednesday, six PM Central Time. Mm -hmm. And then we have Saturday at the Shop, which is a, a live podcast from Industrial Cigar Company, which most of you, uh, well, at least Hank and Roy, have been there, mm -hmm. and maybe some of the mm -hmm. listeners as well in Frisco, Texas, and. Uh, mm -hmm. So that's another podcast that we have on Saturday mornings. Oh, okay. Um, is that the place that's in Frisco? Is that yeah? That's a cigar uh, lounge that uh, we that y'all came to for Dallas. When we had the NRA NRA show here. Yeah, Dallas NRA. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was fun. That was yep. fun. Yep. Yeah, that was, was a, a lot show. of fun. Yeah, those guys. I remember. I remember rolling up to that in my whip, and Roy was outside, like keeping people away. They specially set out a spot for me. Right, I remember that. I had to stand out there and guard the parking lot. Hell yeah, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Lola remembers that too. So that that was a fun night. We had a lot of people out there. Awesome. So obviously, I've I've known you guys for a while. I think um, Adrian and I met through Roy and through the whole Brownells uh, crew. So, um, you know, it's I don't know if we ever did this like me, you, and Roy ever did a show before. So I think this is the first time for just us three. Yeah, yeah. And then Vulcan Machine Works, we know him too. He's a, he's a buddy too. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Jeremy's a great guy. Yeah, yeah. Jeremy's a good dude. Yes. 
Um, Lola says, since then, cigars, lounges uh, seem to have taken off. Yeah, it's, there's been a big resurgence in America for cigar lounges, right? Yeah, and they did, they did pretty well during COVID um, mm-hmm. because a lot of, you know, the cigar lounge itself closed, at least the ones that I was going to. But they kind of pivoted and started doing, uh, you know, delivery of cigars. So those of us that were stuck at home, we could still get our cigars delivered. uh, And then we'd smoke in the patio or whatever, you know, during that time. Right. Yeah. Uh, Is it medically proven um, that cigars help you resist COVID? (laughs) You know, know, we're we're not on YouTube now, so I can say whatever I want. (laughs) We we talked about that. That was something that we're like, because a lot of us in in the lounge never got, uh, never got the vid. Uh, but part of the, the cigar lounge, um, actually the, the, the industrial cigar company, their uh, air conditioning systems are hospital grade. So uh-huh. it pumps air, fresh air in and it pumps the bad air out and then it okay. scrubs it like 99.9% uh, uh, clean. Yeah. So that's, better, that's probably better like, than a hospital because hospitals yeah, are yeah, pretty yeah. nasty places. They um, are. I spent a lot of my life working in hospitals. Uh, don't get offended if you're if you work in a hospital or whatever. I'm just telling you the truth, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You want to die extra quick. I like going to hospitals. Yeah, I'll just say that. you want to die extra quick. You go into a hospital. Something will kill you. They might save That's you true. if whatever you're going in there for, but you'll get something else. So, um, but no, that, you know, that place actually is, it's, uh, it is pretty good. I mean, I remember being in there and I don't really, uh, smoke cigars or anything like that. The one and only time I ever did it, you two guys were there. Yes. That's right. And I, I remember this I, and I remember the occasion why I don't know if you want to talk about the occasion yeah. why. Uh, yeah, you I, can talk about it. Cause you guys, <laughs> you guys almost killed me with your we crazy tried to kill trip. You. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> And you, you're a relatively good sport about it, too, Hank. Yeah. I blame Josh 100%, man. You know, Josh should not be in charge of, like, putting trips together, man, because he always tries to kill people, you know. So, I, uh-huh. Go ahead. So if, if, if we we have something going on that there's rappelling involved, you probably are not down. Is that uh, what I'm I mean, I, I did it one time. I, I think that's good enough. <laughs> I mean, hit me up when you're going to be getting dipped in chocolate. <laughs> you know. Now that's an idea. I mean, yeah, I that's heard not you, something we've done yet. Yeah, I heard you could do that at Hershey's. Actually, someone was. Uh, when was that? That was a couple of weekends ago. Someone was telling me that if you go to you know Hershey Park in Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. there's a spa and you could actually go get dipped in chocolate. And I was like, "What? That ma- that would make me double dipped, uh, obviously." <laughs> oh, there you go. Right. Right. <laughs> I don't know that they have enough chocolate to actually successfully dip me completely. Right. I know <laughs> we can't all that go there at the same time. <laughs> uh, but I'm willing to try it. So yeah. So what have you guys been up to? What have you guys? What kind of you know? Since the last time, I know we were talking about trips here, and Roy. Here, let me actually see if I could throw this up. I think there was there's a bunch of stuff on uh, Instagram. There, there may be some uh, video and photographic evidence. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of it's kind of weird. It's kind of weird, Roy, because uh, you know I was looking around. I did you know I, I didn't notice getting uh, an invitation <laughs> to this particular thing. I didn't see it in the. We- 
We you still know, love you, Hank, and, I miss, and you'll be invited to things. Don't worry. Yeah, I miss my email. I'm not hurt. I'm not. It doesn't bother me at all. It doesn't hurt me. But yes, I know this was a big dream for you, though. Getting a, yes, so, I, I have talked about this for years. Yeah, and we finally were able to put together a trip. Yeah, uh, to go to South Florida, way down at West Palm Beach. Right. And uh, we hooked up on Instagram, and this guy's an absolute stud on Instagram. He's Python Cowboy. Right. For Mike, Python Cowboy and his world-famous dog, Otto. I mean, uh, what Otto the heck? is an iguana-chewing machine. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, uh, in fact, the guy you, you – Hank, you, you were the one who tried to get me to meet him, and I finally met him at the Professional Outdoor Media Association last year. It's Mr. Hootie Hoo. Hootie Hoo, Yeah. I know. Yes. That's weird. Like, who Damn. who got that invite? Uh, yeah, I noticed. I noticed <laughs> that. Yeah, that's my buddy, Hootie Hoot. We love you, Hank. Don't worry. Yeah. You're still on the yeah. list. We're going to invite you to stuff. We're I saw we, stuff. we like, was it Sean? I don't know. Does Sean have a separate? I'm trying to find. Oh, look at this. Look at this. Sean over there. Get it. Look, look at that guy. But he's holding the dead one. He's holding the dead one. Yeah. Oh, so wait a second. So... So did Sean get this one? This is one Sean bagged, right? Yes, he got th- yes, yeah. yes. Because the one I'm holding, uh, Adam, Mr. Hootie, who actually barehanded, he, I mean, if you want to use the term, he noodled that iguana in the backyard. Yeah. Uh, and he, yeah. And there's a video of him of catching yeah, this me, thing, and it whips see. him with his tail severely. I mean, he gets cut a couple <laughs> Is that times. on, uh, let me see, is that on Hootie Who's, uh, hold on a second. Yes. Yes. The, the, the video that starts with him, not in the water, but him standing up holding the iguana, you can see him get tail whipped by this monster. Uh, and, uh, oh, hold on. Which one of these is it? Like, are these pictures or videos? I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, see the one with him in the water? Yeah, it's that one. It's that oh, one. Oh, the one in the water? The that, no. Yeah, and no, it's not that one. But the one, but that one, the video that starts with that image, you can see him get tail whipped. Oh, okay. So this this would be on his channel. Okay, so this is yes, the same that's, one. That's the same iguana that I'm holding because we kind of took turns holding it. Uh, and, uh, well, I mean, that sounds totally uh, weird, but, uh, yeah, we took turns yeah. holding it. You were holding <laughs> his lizard. A bunch of dudes. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. I mean, was this a male iguana or a female iguana? Was, we I mean. didn't bother to actually – we didn't assume the iguana's gender, and we didn't ask what pronouns. Oh, I mean, boy. Yeah. Here's another one with Hootie Hoo. Uh, by the way, um, Adam is is a really good dude, man. I really I'm, Adam is I'm fantastic. Fan. Adam's a yeah. stud. Uh, and by the way, look at this skin. That is great for uh, you know purses and all kinds of stuff. You right, and for and, see and some and wallets Mr. and some boots. Python Cowboy has a hookup where you mm-hmm. can order things like wallets, or you can get an entire iguana uh, okay. taxidermy. But yeah. We caught that one in the backyard. Adam caught that one in the backyard barehanded, and then. Uh, the next day, we were actually on small boats in the canals, and we were whacking them with uh, semi-automatic air guns. <laughs> okay, yeah. So that particular one that you ca- so explain how this whole place works to me, since obviously you know I didn't get to go there and experience it. So <laughs> how how does this play? What's Would the name you like of the place? Whack one is Hank. Are you no? <laughs> no, I'm good. Actually, I'm actually okay, good. See? So okay. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Because, <laughs> I mean, the next thing we want to do is we want to go wrestle a python and, and maybe stab a, a pig with a knife. So, uh, No, I'm good on that one, too, man. I gotta say, let me know when you're having, like, when you're going, like, to, to uh, you know, to female mud wrestling or something like that. <laughs> I'm down. I'm Roger in. that. Roger that. I'm in. Roger that. You leave me out of that one, I will stalk you <laughs> until the okay. end. Okay. <laughs> 
And I know this happens. I know this happens because I think Walter, my friend Walter was saying there's like uh, some event that goes on where like uh, you can you can go and wrestle with these women who wrestle in cabbage, all kinds of things. So we'll find out. I I, I don't know that that would be my scene necessarily, but right. um, Uh Black and iguanas with python cowboy with semi-automatic air guns. Right. We did, in fact, eat some of them. Mm hmm. Right. We we grilled them. Uh-huh. Uh, there's some video evidence uh-huh. of that too. We grilled the legs. Uh, the, the I liked it. There were other people on the trip who didn't necessarily like it. I think I, if I'd had more time to uh, to prepare them because it mm-hmm. was it was late at night and I didn't have that much time and we had time to, to kind of parboil them so the skin could come off. I did grill one with the skin on it and ate it. It was fine. I liked it. Yeah. Uh, it's like. Have you ever had uh, frog legs? Frog's legs no, or alligator? I haven't. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I have. Is yeah. it similar? It's it's like in between frog's legs and alligator meat. Mm. It has a very light, mild taste. The mm-hmm. legs are very chewy, mm-hmm. and I've got I've got some cooking methods. I think if I'd had more time, I could have slow cooked them after I grilled them, so they've been fall off the bone tender. But mm-hmm. the thing yeah. that blew all of us away, and this is also in Sean's video. If you look at an iguana, especially a big one, it has those weird cheek pouch things with like the, the circular knob. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's just pure meat. And iguana cheeks are the bomb, dude. They really? are fine grained. They are delicious. I grilled the iguana cheeks we had and cut them in little slices and gave everybody a taste. And everyone was mm-hmm. absolutely, completely, totally blown mm-hmm. away and how good iguana cheek meat was. So iguana cheeks, mm. dude, I'm down. Huh, interesting. I'll whack them all day long for a pile of iguana yeah. cheeks. Hey. Uh, yeah, uh, uh. I would try uh, it. Yeah, So not me. Hank, I understand you wanted in, but it sounded like to me it was okay if we didn't take you on this particular no, it was, trip. Yeah, it was honestly fine. <laughs> I'm just, I just got to give you a hard time about it. Listen, we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to come right back, and Roy's going to explain how this all went down to us. Walther Arms has been making concealed carry handguns for over 90 years, starting with the PPK. Today, Walther is based in the good old US of A and still builds quality firearms like the PPQ and PDP for personal defense and competition. So when you're in the market, please consider Walther Arms. We wouldn't be able to keep the Who Moved My Freedom podcast going without the support of great companies like Walther Arms. Yeah, so just uh, I'm just trying to figure this out here. Uh, what exactly was the name of this place? How'd you guys find it? You know, you said right. I was trying to I was trying to connect you to these people. What no, was it to Mister Hootie Who. Oh, Hootie Who. Yes, yes, yes. No. So right. Hootie Who knew where this place was. No, we knew where the place was, especially okay. Cody. I think you met Cody Hinton. Yeah, and he's on Instagram under the handle Python Cowboy. Python Cowboy. Okay. And his whole gig is he uh, he runs charters where his clients get to go out and whack invasive oh. species in Florida. Yeah. yeah, it looks like he now, was on an episode of Vice. Yes. Okay. I mean, he he he, he, he uh, captures enormous pythons out of the Everglades. Uh, if you come across a wild hog, you get to shoot it or stab it. Uh, on the two boats, we had our little. Yep, yep. There he yeah. is. There okay. He is. Oh, were you guys on airboats or just regular boats? Just regular boats. Because we were okay. in the canals, which are maybe, uh-huh. I don't know, 25, yeah, 30 just... feet wide. Not very wide. Uh, Pap, there there's the coup de gras to the iguana, and yep, yep. the cooler it goes. Yep. Okay. All right. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. That probably looks like a lot more fun. Well, well, well how was it? Was it fun? Did you? It was glorious. Mm-hmm. If, if you're into that kind of thing, it was absolutely glorious. It was nonstop action. Uh, it didn't matter that one boat went down the canal first and the other boat came behind because mm-hmm. there's so many iguanas. There's, it's impossible, impossible mm-hmm. to run out of iguanas. That's part of the problem because they carry salmonella. They also, the, the reason Florida wants them all gone is because they dig their burrows into the seawalls and into mm-hmm. the walls of the canals, which causes them to collapse. Mm. And they also, I mean, it's like counting the tail, it's like a six or a seven foot lizard when it's fully grown and 10 or 15 years old. And you can imagine the size of the iguana poop they leave mm-hmm. behind and they climb on houses. They, mm-hmm. they're, they're everywhere with their it was mind-blowing. They were mm-hmm. absolutely everywhere. And uh, between the two boats, we killed about 60 iguanas oh, wow. total. Wow. And um, That's more invasive than a lot of other creatures at that point. Oh, yeah. Kind of, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and then also on the menu, because they're invasive, oh, uh, my boat got a Muscovy duck, which is the duck with the white head and kind of the red uh, circles around the eye and the black body feathers Mm -hmm. and also Egyptian geese and Egyptian geese. If you look them up on the internet, they're absolutely beautiful creatures, but they don't belong in Florida. And we, whenever the first day we were fishing, we saw Egyptian geese everywhere. And of course the second day when Egyptian geese were actually on the menu, apparently they got the word out and there was not a single Egyptian goose. (laughs) I was going to say, somebody needs to build a wall for all these creatures. (laughs) Oh my coming God. into Florida, well, I mean, but it's it's obviously a yeah. problem. We could laugh about it, but it's a thing. Yeah, but I mean, there's iguanas on top of people's houses. Mm-hmm. They're in yeah. their trees. They're in their they're everywhere. Yeah, we used to live in West Palm Beach. Sorry, go ahead, go ahead, Adrian. So, Roy, you mentioned that they have salmonella. Does that transfer to humans? Mm-hmm. Good question. Yeah, but you just wash your hands. Yeah, and and okay. make sure you wash them before you eat them. Okay. I mean, yeah. any reptile, you can get salmonella poisoning from any reptile. Okay. 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 I was going to say this. So Lola and I used to live in West Palm Beach. And, uh, man, those things are vicious. Like, we used to see those things yeah. there. And you come up on them, they are vicious little bastards. Yep. You know? Um, yep. Yeah. You can't see that from any of these videos. But those things are not – they don't play nice with other creatures, really. And they don't like human beings either. Well, if, if the one Mr. Hootie who had captured, what Adam had captured, been a little bit bigger, it would have taken his mm-hmm. arm with it. So, yeah. 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 So, I've, uh, let's see here. Um, Flying Rich says, and he lives in, in, um, in that area in Palm Beach, Jupiter. He says, no iguanas in my hood. There you go. But I remember coming across, uh, I lived like in the, uh, what was that area called? I lived in, uh, is it Lake Worth? So I was in West Palm Beach. He's a little bit on the outside of that in Palm Beach, Jupiter area. But definitely we, we came across those there. And Christian Gress says South Florida is like the jungle. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I'm looking at the Florida. address. I'm looking at the address, yeah. Hank, to tell you. I'm not yeah. going to read out the, the just necessarily the, the house address. Right. But I will tell you where mm-hmm. we were. Yeah. All of Florida is like, I think if you look at the, um, I don't know, let me see. I've got to look at one. Of, I've got to see if I can find this on a map. But I feel like I used to live in West Africa and I feel that the topography and all of that mm-hmm. kind of stuff here in Florida is a lot like Africa. Right. 
That's what I feel. Yeah, and it's so. it's it's mm. darn near. I mean, it's it's in it's in the upper section of a tropical zone. But we were actually mm -hmm. the house we stayed in was actually in Wellington. Oh, Wellington, yeah, yeah. That was my. Uh, that's not far from Lake Worth and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yep. I know where that is. Um, it almost sounds like these lizards are similar to what Texas is going through with all the hogs. Yeah. 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 And and I think I mean, Florida it's, it's, has that hog problem too. But yeah, the, yeah, the, you're right. Yeah. Not to the degree that Texas does. And right. Adrian, we okay. need to come help Texas. We need to help come liberate Texas from those feral hogs. So I think that'd be a great <laughs> idea. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I'm down. I'm down. Yeah. I uh, let me see here. I'm trying to see if I could find. You know, it, let's see. So yeah. if you look. If you look at the if you look at a map here, so I'm just looking at this is Google Maps right here. Yep. But you can easily yep. see that all so of this, if you see Africa here, it could just easily float it. When we had like a you could see right here from the shape, right? See right here around Morocco, Western Sahara and all that. That is literally the same shape right there. <laughs> so I mean easily, you know, when it was all one supercontinent or whatever, so uh you know, a lot Florida of latitude. Yep. Yeah. Florida to me is like living in Africa, but you're in America. So, you know, and Florida has its own states inside of it because the keys is totally different from like right. I live in northern Florida now. So. Right. And Panama yeah. City is not like West Palm Beach. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. It's not like Tampa. Right. Yep. No, yep. it's all different. Completely different. I mean, uh, so the keys are really the Caribbean, man. Oh yeah, dude! I've never been to the Keys. I would oh, love no? to go to the Keys. Yeah, uh, do a trip to the Keys. I mean, come on now. Let's go to the Keys okay, so and and find if, some spas on the Keys, Keys. Lay on the beach. Go rum drinking and cigar smoking. Even I'm if down. You only had one, are you down for that, Hank? Uh, I'm Let's down. Let's do it. Yes, <laughs> right. I'm a hundred percent down with that. You know. All right. What you should do is <laughs> this is this is an idea. How about rent a couple of uh, Class B vans? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then we all go on an adventure somewhere, and everybody's in Class B vans. You won't have to rent one for me because I'll just bring my own. There you go. But I no, know no, you okay. can you, you can rent these. Class, I think I know what a Class B means, but but please educate me because you're you're much more of a van guy than I am. Yeah. So it's just a so a Class B uh, van is just basically a van. So they're here in America, you find them, they would be like a Ford Transit, a Mercedes mm -hmm. Sprinter van, a Ram okay. Promaster van, okay. just like you would find working for, uh, you could find them working for UPS, Amazon. Right. Uh, Brownells you know. owns a Mercedes Sprinter now. Yes, I was driving your your uh, Sprinter. So, yep. so those vans are all considered Class B. And the big thing about it, so like today I was uh, I was doing a video on a van. Here I'll show you. I'll I'll show you a picture of it. So this is just a van. This is just a Mercedes Ooh, Sprinter. This is a four by four version here. But everything. Oh, yeah. So there's an RV. A Class B means that the RV part of it is all built inside of that shell of that van. So on the outside it just looks like the van. On the inside it's in. It's basically a coach motorhome. That's what I'm sitting in right here. I'm in my van oh, right now. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I remember that is your studio now. Yeah, that's very cool. Yeah, so uh, and you can rent them. You could totally rent them, you know. Um, and we could hunt some uh, fine living, <laughs> some some climate control and some good food, and some good drinks. Yeah, yeah. 
We could I'm suffer by wheels. having hotel rooms uh, on wheels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can we could make margaritas on wheels, just not serving as a driver. No, I've done and I've gone out and done some stuff with you. So the last time that um, I'm trying to remember if uh, Adrian, were you in Utah or not? I can't remember, Adrian. Yeah, yeah, I was there. Yeah. Yep. So uh, yeah, so we went all we all went out and did the side by side stuff then, right? Yep. That I need was to. Awesome. I need to find pictures of that. So you guys remember, yeah, Adrian was there because Adrian was harassing me when me and Sean were making a video. I remember that now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you were in the background of that video. <laughs> yeah, you were doing the video with uh, uh, Yeti. Oh, I was doing it with, oh, it was you and Sean harassing me. Right. Yes. Yes, I remember that. So basically, I think I think you guys got to see my van. Did you? Yeah. 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 You had it parked up on the... Yeah. The driveway it was super cool yeah so that that was fun i'm gonna um i'm gonna find those here so adrian what have you been up to we know what Roy, roy's been up to uh hunting down uh you know dinosaurs without me what have you been up to <laughs> yeah not quite as you know roy's level but you know took a couple trips we missed roy we got to hang out with some of the brownells guys in, at the gundy's mm-hmm. uh, yeah, last go. month a couple months ago so that was cool as shit mm-hmm have you been have you been to the ox ranch um, yeah, yeah you have yeah yeah i think we were at ox ranch together one time yeah um, 2018 i think yeah That's that right. was yeah that was before the gundy's was there and then i've done at yeah. least one gundy's i've been to at least one gundy's out at the ox ranch yeah yeah that was fun so what happened can you guys hear me mm-hmm. oh okay did we lose adrian there Looks like he froze. Uh, yep. I'm still here. You're here, Roy, right? Um, howdy, howdy. Yeah, there you go. I think we lo- <laughs> Adrian, Adrian looks like he froze up. So either we'll get him back here. Or he's having a bad flashback to the Gundys. Of <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Did you see him at this last Gundys? Yeah. We'll I, I did not here. get to go to the Gundys because I was still recovering from COVID nastiness. Right. That's right. I remember that, man. I was still too sickly to go to the Gundys, even though I'd had COVID uh, before SHOT Show and didn't get to go. So I, I struck out on SHOT Show and Gundys both, man. I didn't get to go to either one. Yeah. How did you, um, who, you know, do you know what happened there? Because I know you got hit pretty bad with uh, yeah. COVID. And I mean, we, could, really we couldn't weird. talk about it at the time. So I, I'm guessing, right. I'm hoping it's okay now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's okay now. What happened? Okay. Hank, have you had COVID yet? Um, not to my own knowledge. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I have. That happened to me before the whole thing, but not since the whole lose thing. Their, their sense of smell and their sense of taste mm-hmm. because the virus attacks the nerves that, that, that do your smell and taste. Well, in my case, the virus also attacked the nerves that lead to my voice box. Mm-hmm. And so for a month after I had COVID, I had this racking, hacking cough that I thought was going to kill me because I thought I still had long haul COVID. Mm-hmm. And what it was was I had nerve injury, and every time I coughed, swallowed, laughed, laughter killed me, I would go into this violent, hacking cough spasm. And it took the docs a month to figure it out. It wasn't my lungs, it was my nerves. And mm. the Gundys, when the Gundys happened, every time I talked to somebody, I just round up a racking, hacking, wheezing pile of goo on the floor. So I was just not physically able to do Gundy's until they figured out what was wrong with me. And now I have these these wonderful, lovely, enormous yellow pills 
that I'm prescribed that every time I feel a, a coughing attack come out, I, I pop another one and it calms my nerves down. So that's a permanent that's a permanent thing for you now since COVID now. Hopefully not permanent. Uh, I'm going to be on the drugs for like at least another month and then go off the drugs slowly and see if I cough. And if I still cough, I'll go back on the drugs. Um, my, my sense of smell is maybe 60% back. And my sense of taste is maybe 60 or 70% back. I mean, mm -hmm. just recently in the last week, I, I got to the point where there are certain smells in the house that all of a sudden are hitting me. They're good smells usually. Mm -hmm. I go, oh, yeah, that's oh, wow. what that smells like. And so it's very, very slowly coming back. And I'm hoping the same thing will happen with my cough. My, it's called sensory neuropathic cough, and I hope it goes away very soon because I'm tired of taking these pills. Yeah. Um, Brian Quick says, it's kind of like C9, C19 was made in a lab or something. Who'd have thunk it? <laughs> well, I, I was talking to somebody else I know in the industry, and, and she was telling me that she has uh, COVID-induced arthritis now. That, oh, wow. that was one of the gifts she got that kept yeah. her giving. So, Adrian, yeah. I'll shut up and let you talk since you froze. Yeah. What Jeez. happened? Yeah, what I'm happened sorry about that. No, that's cool. What were you telling yeah. us? Let's uh, jump back into uh, that. Oh, just, you know, I haven't, my level of, of you know, taking trips is not quite up to Roy's mm -hmm. uh, level, but I mean, yeah, the Gundy's was the last trip that we took mm -hmm. and, you know, I got to hang out with the folks in the industry. I was at SHOT Show mm -hmm. and to see a lot of the fine people out there as well. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Been oh, how was Shot Show for you? This 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 handsome world traveler wasn't at Shot Show. That's what he was just saying. Uh, this man, international man of mystery, right here, Roy Hill. I know it, it, all these you know <laughs> events happening, and Roy's not there. It's, it's way no, different. I mean, it was weird. How was Shot Show for you, though, man? How was it? So for me, it was a little bit different because uh, I've always done the latter part, mm -hmm. and so I always missed uh, Industry Range Day. So I made it a point to uh, go to Industry Range Day, which was which is cool. Uh, mm -hmm. Shot Show in itself, just because uh, how it we missed it last year, uh, was super empty. And I'm sure y'all got the same feedback as far as the people who did go. Mm -hmm. uh, there was a lot of empty spaces where mm -hmm. you know companies should have been. Example like Colt, yeah. they were not there, mm -hmm. but they set up couches and chairs and tables mm -hmm. in their spot. And you saw a lot of people just kind of hanging out, chilling on the yeah. couches. Yeah, we didn't go either. Lola and I, we were doing the um, RV Super Show in Tampa That's right. at the time. But we did have um, – I know that Walter from Safety Harbor was there, and then Flying Rich was over there, and they were doing remote stuff for us. Did you run it – did you uh, see Walter out there at all or – I didn't. No. Okay. Uh -uh. Okay, Yeah. Uh, Walter's at Safety Harbor Firearms. I'm not sure if I've ever introduced you guys. I, I, I would recognize him just because of your show, but okay. uh, I don't think I've ever met him in person. Oh, okay. All right. I got to introduce you. I was actually, yeah. I was thinking, man, I should have gone. I should have gone this year because it was probably the time to go when there was, when there weren't right. so many other people. people. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, it was super um, empty. And then from mm -hmm. what I understand, like the uh, the lines to get into on range day, mm -hmm. you know, to shoot the weapons were like, you know, maybe five, ten people deep. Yeah. So it was like it was easy to, to grab a weapon and shoot. Yeah. And I reg yeah. that's one of the things I regretted. So uh, typically at uh, media day, I go hang out with Roy a lot um, right. until Lola yeah. gets mad and then goes, oh, you got to make some videos <laughs> or something. Uh, but Roy is usually Roy's usually working really hard over there, man. 
He's, oh yeah. Yeah, was, yeah. Some other dudes uh, uh, stepped in and and mm-hmm. and manfully took over, including mm-hmm. uh, a Ted and Ryan Rep. Ryan yeah, Rep was also working. Yeah, Rep had to actually go out there and uh, load ammo. <laughs> yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. Ted, Ted, and and uh, a rep were were doing the the range yeah. day and yeah, loading yeah. ammo and stuff. Yeah, they were cool. But what I miss, so one of the things I miss, like usually Brownells has stuff. There's always companies that have cool stuff. And Franklin Armory had that Glock binary trigger, and I didn't get to shoot that. So oh man, yeah, I would have liked to have tried that out. I went to the gathering a few weeks ago in mm-hmm. South Carolina, the PSA thing, and JSD Supply was there, and they have their, they have a, a binary Glock trigger that I did try out, which was pretty cool. What'd you think? Cool. Um, I liked it. I mean, you know, um, I, it, one of the big things with this that a lot of people get into is like, what does it cost the money and all that kind of stuff? If you're doing any kind of binary, unless you're shooting 22, it's going to be expensive. Yeah. You yeah. Know? So the nine millimeter alone is expensive and people always complain about the price, but I think it's fun is it's not the same thing as shooting a, uh, what is the full, is it an 18 C a Glock 18 C? Yeah. Glock 18. Yeah. Yeah. It's not the same thing as shooting a, a, a full auto Glock 18, but it's fun. And I kind of like the idea of double tapping, you know, 33 round magazine. I, I, yeah. uh, you know, I like that. I like that kind of stuff. Would I put it on my carry on my carry gun? <laughs> not necessarily. No, yeah, that's not. <laughs> no. <laughs> but would I have it on a backup? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If I get it, yeah. Backup or your range gun? Yeah. Yeah. If I get attacked by iguanas or something like that. <laughs> um, there were, dude, dude. Okay. I mean, we were making jokes about. Uh-huh. Zombie iguanas or zomguanas, and iguanas are—they have very primitive, shall we say, nervous systems. Mm-hmm. And their iguanas, you you know and, and and think really ought to be dead that ain't quite ready to be dead just yet. Okay. Yeah. I mean, there were iguanas yeah. that got shot 15, 20, 30 yeah. times, yeah. and the dog still Ooh. had to go get them. Now there are also iguanas that I shot. Oh, <laughs> that was one pop twitch twitch. Oh, twitch, twitch. done, done, out, lights nice. out. Yeah, but th- those yeah. were those were not the those are the exception, not the rule. I mean, a, a lot of them were like only two or three shots, but there were iguanas, and there's even one on video that probably got shot close to thirty times. Okay, because it was we're, running. We're gonna take a quick break. We're coming right back. Hold on. We wouldn't be able to keep the Who Move My Freedom podcast going without the support of great companies like High Point Firearms and Full Forge Gear. Bags and gear for everyday life. Did you know High Point is an American family-owned and operated company located in Ohio with over 30 years of manufacturing experience? High Point is proud to be the home of the working man's gun and your source for affordable handguns and carbines with a lifetime warranty. So when you're in the market, please consider High Point. Yeah, shout out to, um, I see that uh, DCG... 44s is out there. Shout out to everyone coming in. The time is going so fast here, man. I'm not even keeping track. So there it is a little. T- yeah. There's there's a little uh, time thing down there. Let's see. It should be right to there. 43 minutes. Yeah. Before yeah. the next break. So um, it just in case. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, iguanas. Oh, yeah. I could see those are li- those are those are literally dinosaurs, man. 
Yeah, pretty much. Dinosaur remnants left over on the planet, you know. Like I said, you get the you get the midget mud wrestling going. <laughs> Boom. Thanks now. I'm all, all right. I'm all in. <laughs> I'm all now, we did have you out last last uh, fall for your first hunt with pheasants. Our, yeah, I, yes, I, I, I have some uh, pictures of that. It's funny. There's no pictures with you in it while I'm hunting the right. pheasants because – Well, you know, sometimes, you know. sometimes I have to multitask. <laughs> Lola told me I'm not allowed to talk about this anymore. <laughs> Are you not a hunter? No, I no 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 no. I went hunting. I had a great time. Roy invited me out to go hunting. Me and Lola to go hunting right. for the first time. I was there for the first day. Yeah, it was yeah. really cool. We had a lot of cool folks out there with us. It was fun. Um, but Roy was there for the first day and then got on a plane, you know, a private jet or something to fly out to Las Vegas to see Bullet Valentina. Oh, yeah, and didn't invite okay. anybody else to go with him. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not in charge of those tickets, man. <laughs> I'm not in charge of those tickets. That's above my pay. Whenever, whenever the world champ says, Roy, you come to fight, I go to fight. So, you know, oh, no, listen, hey. I'm not mad at you. He's I'm just awesome. mad. That, yeah. yeah. Team Bullet, baby. All yeah. the, forever. Team Bullet. <laughs> I'm just yeah. mad I didn't get to go, but Lolo was like, man, you, you just can you just get over it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got to give me hell about that. I understand. I can yeah, make I'm, it. I can make yeah, it. I'm sure I she's know, out I there. Know, that's, that's the Hank way of saying I love you roy i know that. right yes <laughs> yeah i'm looking at i'm looking it up right now so i actually just found some pictures of us at uh look check it out this was the utah thing which i think was a lot longer ago look at that yeah. dude adrian look yeah. you think you're look at look at this old dude right here man oh, that's a brillo I'll, pad I'll, I'll, I'll never be able to catch up that no <laughs> so Get that's to that level yeah that's josh <laughs> right there for uh for anyone who doesn't i'm gonna try to go through um and see i can i can find the pictures of when we went hunting but um do you guys remember the side by sides here we go side by sides bye -bye. oh yeah yeah that was fun this was a lot yes. of fun we or, had a lot of fun in those things or the dirt bike guy we had to quote unquote rescue that we all thought was a was an ambush but was really a guy with a broken yeah. collarbone oh. <laughs> yeah yeah that was that was, that was weird <laughs> <laughs> so i could just i don't know if these guys want so i could tell you guys we were we took these how many of those side-by-sides did we have? A bunch. We had like six, like eight. Yeah, at least six. It was a bunch. Yeah. We we, yeah. we got a bunch of those side-by-sides, and we rode up into the mountains. It was awesome. Um, uh, a man called Yeti and Yolo were <laughs> were up front of mine. So Yeti is wild. <laughs> and I think Yolo yeah. was driving. I think we all took turns driving because um, yep. yep. I was in the back with Rachel, uh, Rachel B., and yeah. I think I, I know I drove. Those were awesome to drive. But yeah, we came across. I think there were some guys out on dirt bikes, and one of them, right. the bike flipped up on him or something, right? Broke his right. collarbone. We, or something. we were on top of the mountain for the overlook, and the one dude rode up, rode up on his dirt bike and says, "Hey, does anybody have any Advil or ibuprofen?" <laughs> yeah. we right. like, what? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, are you trying to rob us? Because this is the wrong group of people to rob. You're right. Right. <laughs> right. That would have yeah. been a fundamental failure of the victim selection process. Right? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, not everybody necessarily had guns on them, but you know, it was a lot of guns. <laughs> there were, a few. yeah, yeah, there was a few, there was yeah. a few guns out there. It was a few guns, um, but they turned out to be really nice guys. Right. Yeah, they yeah. weren't trying to hijack us or anything, or or uh, go. Uh, what was it? Uh, what was the name of that movie that I always say to people um, when you're going out into the bushes? The hills like, have eyes. Oh, it's the, what is, no, what is the movie with, um, oh man, 
deliverance, deliverance. Yeah, oh. deliverance. Yeah, they yeah. no one went Only deliverance on them. You got to get yeah. the banjo well, you, first. I, Hank, I've always thought you got an awful pretty mouth. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime I'm hanging out with the guys from Brownells is a deliverance movie. Someone should just make uh videos. Someone should make every single one of those things into like a little mini movie. You know? But that That'd was be an cool. awesome movie. Yeah, that was cool. Actually, that had a lot to do with why recently I got into ham radios. You know, because those guys were up in the mountains and they had yeah. no they had no, no way of communicating. Yeah, they didn't have any way of communicating. Um a fun part of the trip, I'm trying to see if I could find uh let's see. This is Here's here. Check this out. This was one of the fun parts of the trip. We f- oh, we yeah. like we didn't plan this at all, but we went bowling, and I had so much fun bowling. Yes. Yeah. And yes. This is uh, this is a man called Yeti trying to clear <laughs> his his bowling balls were a little tight in his pants, so he had to do that. Uh, right. Right. But oh, baby. He's pretty like amazing, though. These are going like down. That. These pins are going down. Look at this. Oh, baby. They yes. are right out of here. Right. <laughs> it's almost like yeah. he's done that a few times. Yeah. yeah. And I know you guys remember, but it was literally the hottest, driest summer on record in Utah history. Yeah. And we show up and there's four days of torrential rainfall. So, yeah. Yeah. And it messed up something. Oh, here, check this out. I haven't even posted this, have I? Tell me if I posted this, Roy. I don't think so. Oh, Lord. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh <laughs> oh my gosh that's quite exciting yeah uh one roy is wearing the lot Lau shirt so that's awesome yep two he's got the uh, pipe for everyone listening on audio um yeah. do you remember we did the heber creeper the heber creeper yes yeah yes that was cool i'm trying to see where was the footage of the heber creeper because that was a fun uh, the, a fun ride. There were actually people playing uh, instruments mm-hmm. on the train. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So we were getting a show on the train here. There's music and all that kind of stuff. And the poor other people that were on the train with us, you know, like yeah. oh, we're wondering guys who are... these freaks were on the train with them. Yes. <laughs> yeah. These guys are really, really rowdy. Um, but that was a really nice oh, trip. Yeah. But we couldn't, we couldn't go all the way up the mountain. I think right because of the. Right. Well, the, the original plan was at the we were going to ride that train down below the dam of the lake, and mm-hmm. then we were going to get off the train and get on to whitewater rafts and go down river. But because there had been uh, hours and hours and hours of really heavy rain, it was a river we no longer really wanted to get on. Plus, it was about it was rainy and fifty four degrees, so we didn't want to all die of hypothermia too. So it was just the great thing was because the group of people we all either have known each other a long time or we were getting to know each other when y'all we all liked each other so it didn't matter what happened i mean mm-hmm. our activities mm-hmm. got rained out but like you said we still went bowling we extended the train ride we just hung out and enjoyed each other's company and and cooked good food and just had a good time yeah absolutely yeah yeah Agreed. yeah i think that's the thing you know just uh you know, you could go on a trip or, or something and really everything works out as planned, but it's not as fun as the things that you didn't even expect to do. Right. I think that right. really makes it. Or you so. were forced to do. Right. That yeah. still turned out pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, we should be showing Gorn. We should be showing Gorn instead of making everyone okay. jealous of all our adventures. You know, um, 
And then, you know, all those poor people at Brown... You know, there's people at Brownells, Roy, that they have to, like, pack boxes. You know, there's some dude at Brownells that has to clean up the urinals. Oh, yeah, you know? yeah. They're the warriors, man. They're the yeah. backbone. I mean, and then you, you just, like, show up at Brownells one day, and they just let you uh, ball out, man. Just, you know... Jumping on oh, jets all the years, time. man. That, originally at Brownells, I was I was at a computer eight hours a day writing a, a product copy for the catalog. Right. I know. I'm just messing with you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like everyone, I mean, everyone in Brownells somewhere like goes in there and has to work their way up or are there dudes that just come in there balling from the beginning? Uh, the guys on, on our team uh, that you know, uh, mm-hmm. we've all been there a while and, mm-hmm. and done other things. Yeah, yeah, because I know I know that uh, Josh, man, Josh was working there in the warehouse and all that kind of stuff for a long time. Oh, I yeah. remember him saying yeah, that. And yeah. Cody, Cody started in the warehouse too. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so guns, yeah. guns. Let's see what you got. We'll start with Roy, then we'll go to Adrian. What you got? Okay. Well, I'm putting my little uh, accessory on here. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's my bayonet fix. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the hazards of working at Brownells is it's attached to the retail store. And every <laughs> once in a while, stuff comes in the retail store, and then I see it, and then it has to come out of the retail store and go with me. But I've wanted a Spanish um, FR8, which mm-hmm. is uh, uh, FR stands for uh, Reformed Rifle or Remade Rifle. It's Fusil Reformado in Espanol. And uh-huh. it was originally started in life as 7mm bolt action rifles. And oh, wow. in the 1950s, the Spanish military was switching over to the Setme in 308. So they wanted some bolt action 308s that had some similarities with Setme. In fact, this takes a Setme bayonet that came with it. It's got uh, a 22 millimeter flash hider that'll work with standard NATO grenade launchers. And oh. it's got kind of the same sight system as, as a, a, a Setme, but it is a bolt action. Internal bolt magazine, excuse me, internal box magazine, and mine was converted in 1952. It was a La Coronia Mauser, originally a seven millimeter, but they converted a bunch of them in 308, called the RF8. And this one came in the retail store, and I've been looking for one of these for literally almost 30 years. Wow, when did that come? I mean, that's weird. I've never, like, never seen a bolt action that can also launch grenades. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, this one. Mine was converted in 1952. It says right here on the crest, 1952. Mm. So uh, that's super cool. Another cool thing, besides the bayonet, uh, this little thing here. This this is a hollow tube. It's completely empty, but it's a hollow tube that you that that had the original cleaning kit. So Uh, you know you can put M and M's or extra batteries or you know Q tips or whatever you need in there. That's a hollow (laughs) tube. Oh, okay. Do you you don't have the you don't have that cleaning kit though, right? No, it, it, I, I looked okay. the first thing when I got the rifle in the store. Hmm. It's just empty tube. It did not have the original cleaning kit in there. Okay, if someone knows about those cleaning kits, let me or Roy know. I'm sure he would love to add that. Sure. To that thing, um, they're, cool, they're probably yeah. out there, right? There's probably some. Somewhere probably, and to be honest, I really haven't looked that hard because mm-hmm. I was going to figure out my own and just put some oh. stuff in there. But if somebody came across an original cleaning mm-hmm. kit, oh heck yeah, I, I'd, I'd be interested in that. But yeah. It yeah. does take a bayonet, and it came with a bayonet, so uh, yeah. yeehaw. Yeah, believe it or not, from time to time, man, people help us on here find, like, cool guns we're looking for, so. Cool. Or, yeah. or parts and stuff like that. Uh, okay, Adrian, my friend, I heard you go into the safe there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so what did you, you to me is the, uh, what? I'm sure you, the Ruger oh. PC Charger. 
Yeah, but, I've never. Yeah, this yeah. is. Uh, I've seen the P. I've seen the PC charger, Ooh. but I have not seen it yeah. like this. And, and then yeah, so oh. the folding brace here, and then uh, oh. binary trigger. Oh, nice. So, I'll yeah. be taking it to the range. Uh, hopefully this weekend. And, oh, cool. Uh, look forward to that. So okay, so that on the back is that Magpul? What what is that on the back? Um, A three, I believe, is the company. Okay, A T three, uh, but yeah, it's ah. solid metal, really nice little yeah brace. Oh, cool. All right, and then yeah. so what? What's up front of that? Because I'm just trying to see. So this is a t is this a takedown barrel? It is. Yeah, there's a there's a little button here. Oh, and I, and I think that's yeah, yeah. There you go. Oh, that's nice. That is yeah. awesome. Yeah, and then you could still put a can on that because it looks like it's threaded. Yeah, it's threaded. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Oh, that's so, yeah, very nice. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, you. Do you know is that the Franklin Armory binary trigger on there? It or? is. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yes. Franklin. Yeah. I did shoot that. I have a um, a YouTube short up uh, where I was shooting that, but I shot one with a longer barrel than that. That looks really nice. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's looking interesting right there, man. I'm I'm digging those. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> very very cool. Roy, do you got? Do you have another one you're going to? Oh yeah, I've got Gorn. Okay. Mm -hmm. I, I don't think I've shown <laughs> this one before. Okay. But ooh, that's, yeah. that's empty. Yeah. That's a Smith and Wesson 500. Uh, Holy moly. Magnum, yeah, right. And mm -hmm. I, I just uh, we have made some content with this one. This has been at, at certain range events here at Brownells. This is not my personal gun. This is a Brownells gun. This is for but Alaska. This is what for Alaska, this, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, so it's got the short barrel, and uh, this is a uh, this is a beast. It I just is. want to show you a couple things. I have a 44 Magnum cartridge here, mm -hmm. and I could drop it down <laughs> the barrel, right? Now the rim wow. catches it. Okay, or I have a 45 ACP without a rim. There's a mm -hmm. 45 ACP. Whoop. That went further. Yeah, that went all the all, way in. All the way down. So I'll shake it out. Yep. Mm -hmm. So 45 ACP. It'll just. It'll just. And I drop it nose first. So there's no chance a firing pan. It's. It's the primer on the back. So I'm cut nose first, mm -hmm. right down the muzzle, and it just eats it. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so that is. Peace. That is badass. By the way, neither one of you guys have sparked up any cigars yet. Well, I'm guessing we're getting to that at some point here. Uh, well, I'm so I'm I'm in the basement of my house and oh, I you're not smoking outside. Yeah, you, you know? get in trouble. You get in trouble. Um, and I don't know if I don't know if uh, Adrian's going to do that either. Um, not not tonight. I, yeah. I usually would be in my backyard. But yeah, yeah. Like the yeah. wind is like 45 miles an hour right, right now. It's yeah. crazy. So, so anyone's yeah. wondering, we're not necessarily going to see that, but you can check out Cigars and Guns. There'll be tons of that going on. Armament and yeah, Axis. Yeah, Armament and Axis says, seriously, never seen bolt action that could launch grenades. I think you need a grenade yeah. launcher for that thing also. I, I I think I need a grenade launcher and a bunch of grenades, yeah. Yeah. I, I think so. I, I'd be able to go down to a big box store and just buy that. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think this should be a future project. <laughs> oh, heck yeah. <laughs> we could make that happen. Do you, do you want to go for another one, Adrian? Okay, here we go. Ooh. I know this. Adrian is going to drop Ooh. some <laughs> some sugar sweetness on us right now. Dang. What the hell, Adrian? What is that color, first of all? For anyone who's looking, um, 
you know, I don't even know. This is just an AR, right? This is just an AR. Yeah, so it's SBR. an F1 pistol, 9mm. Oh. oh, my God. I was going to guess that was an F1. Yes. Oh, yeah, you, uh, you, you can tell by yeah, the... Yeah, I see it, 9mm, yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. Oh, the skeletonized okay. and the, the, the paracord what, and stuff, but... What color uh, is that, man? That's like a candy orange kind of paint. Yeah, so it's just anodized orange, and, I mean, just you know, on video, it doesn't give it justice, but... Uh, just up close. I mean, it's just super clean, super just bright, and just really nice. Yeah. That's gorgeous. Yeah. That looks like a heck of a lot of fun, too. No, that's cool. Yeah. So, 9 millimeter, and then you've got a ridiculous muzzle device on there. What is that thing? Yeah, I forgot. Um, I think they call it Dragon Slay R. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think it's F1's proprietary uh, muzzle brake, but um, yeah, oh, wow. a lot of the stuff okay. that they put on here on, on the F1s is pretty much proprietary. Yeah. Uh, except for that that uh, HyperTech or HyperTouch yeah. uh, trigger. Is that what that is? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's sweet. That's really nice. Thank you. Yeah. Um, hey, do you have some more? We only have two minutes before the next break. Yes, right. Oh, you, now you're checking out. You know, okay. So you know what? Uh, I'm gonna go for this right here. So this is actually Uh-oh. here. I'll show you this right here. I don't know if you've ever seen this, Roy or Adrian. This is mm-hmm. actually my 300 blackout. Oh, so dude. this is a this is a polymer upper and lower right here that this is built on. Um, oh, it's actually. Sick. It's actually the Kaiser US polymer upper and lower. And then I have uh-huh. a bunch of parts from GunTech. I have a retractable stock that comes from uh, Safety Harbor Firearms right there on it. Oh, that's cool. And this is a 300 blackout. So the upper is actually the Leonidas from Liberty Suppressors. So it's an integrally suppressed integrally three. Suppressed. Yeah, integrally suppressed 300 blackout. And I keep this right next to my bed. So if something goes bang in the night, uh, this is the gun I'm going for. Uh, I've got a bunch of 300 uh, 300 black magazines to go with it. I've got my slang. I've got a light and everything on it. All the stuff I need when, uh, you know, things go bang in the night. Plus, I don't have to put on Air Pro. There you go. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. I really enjoy this. You know, 300 Blackout is meant to be suppressed. And this is, believe it or not, it's light, man. Just because, you know, polymer. I think the head. Yeah. And the the suppressor is like titanium and all that kind of stuff. Oh, my goodness. How much does that weigh? Um, I, you know what? I need to weigh it again. I do have a video out there with this where we weighed it. Probably the heaviest one component on this would be the stock. And uh, I need to maybe convince Safety Harbor Firearms to go for a lightweight retractable stock like that. But oh this is, goodness. but you know, you could use that to crack, uh, you know, iguanas, zombie iguanas, iguanas, <laughs> whatever you need to. You can, oh, dude, that would be an iguana whacking machine. <laughs> yeah, you run out of you run out of bullets, you could totally crack them <laughs> on top of the head. We're gonna come right back here in a second. <laughs> With Arms List, you can shop the extensive list of local and nationwide firearms classified. Now with more confidence because of their built-in firewall. For only $6.99 a month for personal use or $30 a month for business vendors. So when you're in the market, please consider Arms List. We wouldn't be able to keep the Who Move My Freedom podcast going without the support of great companies like Arms List. Just like burning through time here. 
yeah. really quick, yeah. which is which is fun and awesome and also terrible at the same time because you know I like hanging out right. with you guys. Uh, let me let me throw up a picture here. Look, this is the one day that Roy was there to hang out with us when we went when we did that. <laughs> well, that one day was worth it. I mean, look at that. That's that's sexy <laughs> as hell, dude. So that's that one day. One day Roy got like the official picture and then got on a plane and left me. But it's okay. It's all right. Uh, let me see. I have to come to your house and make it up to y'all, Hank. I have to come yes, to your house. Yes, you're invited. Both yeah. of you guys are invited to come out here, and we'll do some things. But when I did go hunting, so, you oh, know, yeah. we had Kevin Dixie there with me. That's Jared from uh, Guns oh. and Gadgets right there. And there's Jonathan from uh, yep. Tactical Toolbox. Well, and, we had the lovely discussions yep. with Jonathan about, you know, uh, naval to hip ratios. And oh, my like God. That. Yeah. I need to get. I don't know. Do, do you Why? have you had this conversation, Adrian? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just, I'm just. Okay. No. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if we want to get into it, but uh, he's got like a conspiracy theory about who who are real women and who are not real women in movies. And I don't know if he's made this hundred uh, percent public, but it is very interesting. I'll have to so. text him and ask him. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> be prepared. You better have time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jonathan will totally break it down for you, man. But uh, you might not look uh, at any, you might not look at any movie ever again the same. Startling tale. Yeah. Startling tale. It's scary. He messed up Kevin Dixie, man. Kevin Dixie was like. <laughs> And that's hard to do. Is mess up Kevin Dixie. Uh, yeah. Kevin. Kevin was that's messed hard up. To do. Yeah, Kevin was messed up at the end of that. Um, so let me see. Okay, actually, okay, so Armin and Axis says, Hank, did you check your text? I'm self-medicating for that, and 300 Blackout is my new pet round. So he actually, uh, yeah, so, and be prepared for this because uh, this is going to look painful here for a second. But, yeah, Armin and Axis, oh, he got, he did some damage Yikes. to himself. So uh, that looks painful. That looks painful. I'm sorry to hear that, man. And what does he say here? He says, uh, cut off wheel to the knuckle, pretty sure it hit bone, super glue, and, and a splint. Oh. Oh. Yikes. Uh, yeah. A cut, cut off, off wheel? wheel? Jeez. Uh. <laughs> uh, I think you got off lucky, but yeah, I mean, oh. Yeah, yeah the yeah, finger's good. still attached. He got off lucky. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But Whoa. still, that's got to be painful. Uh, and then Cruise Man said he sent me something also. I don't know. Okay. Uh, let me see. I would have to go check. I'm going to check on that one. All right. Does anyone have, we could still do guns. Do you guys have guns? Well, I've got a couple here. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. All you right. want to go, um, Roy? Go for it. Go for it. Yeah. yeah. This, of course, is a Brownells BRN 180. Mm-hmm. Very um, nice. I've shown this, this gun before, but it didn't have this particular optic on it at the time. Um, it's, this is the sport model of our BRN 180. It has the shorty our charging handle that doesn't uh, bang into any sort of um, optic you've got on there. And this one, this optic here, I'll try to show it up here like this. Mm -hmm. That says one to six. That's one to six. That's the donut. This is the infamous donut. We're calling it the donut because it has an illuminated reticle based on a certain famous donut site in a famous semi-automatic or fully automatic um Service rifle adopted adopted in a certain country in Europe. It's called the STG seventy seven. Hint, hint, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Because right. we can't, we don't say the the actual company name. 
but it's the, the, the country that adopted the STG 77 that has the donut site, right? <laughs> so it's inspired. It's inspired by that site. Right. It is illuminated. And so you've got this nice little circle reticle. And if for uh, fast shooting out to like 300 yards, uh, this one works pretty good. This is not a production sample because the production samples are on their way. We're hoping they're here by the end of May. Uh, we have several different illumination settings. Uh, you have your, your vertical and your, your windage, your elevation and windage click adjustments. But really cool si uh, 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 scope. We're calling it, literally calling it the donut. It is listed for pre-sale on brownells.com. And again, we're hoping to have those in by the end of May. And I think you'll you'll find the price for a one to six with an illuminated reticle to be very competitive. Oh, uh -huh. okay. And it's coming. That's uh, May. 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 Yeah, we announced those at officially at Shot Show. Mm -hmm. And um, they're going to be here hopefully in summer. Hopefully by the end of May. Okay. I'm very sure I shot that at Shot Show. Right, okay. you probably you probably shot this very gun at Shot Show, and this gun also yeah. made it to the Gundies. I was supposed to go with this gun, but I, oh. dude, I've never shot this gun with this optic on it yet. I haven't had a chance. It was so nice. It, it, it was really it nice. Was, uh, the Range Warrior at Shot Show and at Gundies. So, um, you say it was nice. What was the reticle like, Adrian? Shooting. Yeah, how was that donut? <laughs> and was were, there, sweet. were there sprinkles I mean, on I, it? I shot it, Mass Ryan. I was like, why do they call it mm -hmm. a donut? Uh -huh. <laughs> and then obviously he showed me, but yeah, it was really cool. I loved it. Sweet. Okay, that you got to bring that one with you, Roy. Yes. When yes. we see you. Well, I've got to get this. I mean, it's whenever if it's no longer winter here in Iowa, I've got to get this thing to the range, and I got to shoot it. Yeah. So, um, Armament and Access says, yes, painful, but not the first time. I have scars and scars. So that's from, that's from, <laughs> um, that's from him. And then, uh, Cruise Man, I'm assuming it's Cruise Man sent this. So before you show your, your thing there, Adrian, <laughs> check yeah, that out. Yeah. Cigars and Guns sticker right there. Boom, boom. There you go, baby. Yeah. Nice. And trust me, Adrian's got some nice guns, man. And nice cigars, you know? I mean, yes. Yeah. You know? He don't go stingy on the guns or the cigars. <laughs> no, so. Cruz man, thanks for showing the love, man. Appreciate it. So what you what do you got, Rajun? Uh, another F one. Oh my goodness. Oh, okay. Okay. So this um, one's got the Romeo is... and Juliet at Magnifier. Well, uh, it's actually not the Juliet, it's the Hollow Sun, but oh. uh, the Sig uh, Magnifier. Mm hmm And it bends over when you don't need it. Okay. Uh, yeah. Everything so, skeletonized. Yeah. What is in that paint? This is another for people listening on audio, man. You're missing out. Um, this That's is like a yeah. This is like a deep red. I don't know what you would call this, but a candy kind of blood red paint on this. It's badass. Yeah. This this one they called the red marbleizer, and I had it built for uh for industrial cigar company um because we did an event it was a golf uh charity event and it's what i did was i, I had the um x products golf ball launcher mm -hmm. added to this <laughs> and then so, so we did uh, right. a golf charity oh, yeah. event and we were shooting golf balls out of this yeah that's oh, what yeah. uh that's what roy needs for that uh that bolt that uh, bolt <laughs> that bolt baby. action uh, yeah, no, that's a really nice rifle. Uh, what was it again? What was the uh, what caliber? I missed that. This is two two three. 
223. Okay. Wow. Yeah. And then what is painted in there? Is it just just red and black or is there like something ghosted into the paint or Yeah, it, it's really just like kind of it's a marbleized red and black. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, that is badass. That is really uh, you know, a nice gun. Yeah, it's different for sure. Yeah, but yeah. it really catches the eye. Yeah, when I bring it. Up. Yeah. So I noticed uh, you got a, you got two F one guns. I mean, that is two more oh. than I have. Those are <laughs> those are some badass. I got guns. a few more. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm not surprised. <laughs> Your turn, Hank. Your turn. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Hold on here. So, okay. Uh, I'm going to show this. I'm going to show this. This is something that we did that's really cool, but I don't think you can get any more. So I'm going to probably get into something for showing this. But check this out, Roy. Oh, I know what that is. There you go. Retro rifle right here. Yeah. Um, Yeah, this isn't... I don't think we have enough real estate. (laughs) Let me see. I'll show it this way. Right. So this was actually the gun that I had in the retro... Well, not me. My uh, cousin Pookie Love. Pookie, uh, yeah, Pookie, Pookie Love. Love when uh, we went back in the time machine. Um, that, you know, this is this is pretty cool, man. This is one of the guns I'm happy to have. Uh, and then you guys, so so right now, are there any of these? I don't. I think these are discontinued, right? Right. There, there are no actual complete guns. There are no actual complete guns. Mm-hmm. There are plans in the future to have the pieces parts. Uh, okay. Of course, we've run into all sorts of things with supply chain issues, and and then also we've been focusing on our huge computer system updates. Okay. That we've been doing the last weekend or so. So right. uh, especially once the huge and they're wonderful. They're wonderful. And I won't go into all the details. I'll just say that that the changes are gonna be really good. Uh, mm-hmm. even if there's some bugs they're still working out, but the changes are largely successful. There's just a few minor things they're still working on. Uh, the change is gonna be great. And now that we've, we're on the other side of that, we can start, you know, focusing more on on, on, on getting trying to get more stuff in. Okay. But I do have a gun. I mean, so you're gun. talking about the website has been updated, or uh, that there there's plans for that. Now that the system, the operating mm-hmm. systems, mm-hmm. have been updated, now that we can go full steam ahead on a website update. Yes. Oh, okay. So we can. So okay. Yeah. So we're gonna see some badassery coming out of uh, the Brownells. It's gonna, it's there, gonna there, open that gonna door to the time machine and come out of the nineties. <laughs> I sure hope so. It's gonna be awesome. Yeah, what you got? Speaking of the Brownells, um, I, I'm gonna go modern here. Uh, this oh, wow. is a, a Fiat Five Creedmoor. This is one of my precision guns. Uh, oh, nice. It does have a threaded muzzle. I don't have awesome my color. This is like a OD green. OD green, yeah, ARG very nice. Cassie. Yeah. Uh, this is a Howa fifteen hundred barreled action. Of course, Brownells is the lone retail outlet for Howa fifteen hundred barreled actions. <laughs> okay. There's a commercial right. part, but literally, yeah. it, there's a screw here and a screw back here, and you take them out and take the magazine off and drop your barreled action into a stocker chassis, mm-hmm. and then put the two screws back in, and you've built a rifle. So it's a Howa fifteen hundred with a heavy barrel. In 6.5 Creedmoor, with a Vortex uh, 6 6 to 24 scope on it, a Vortex Viper, uh, with my 20 MOA uh, uh, um, scope mount rail, and then, of course, adjustable cheek height and and length of pull. 
And I've had all sorts of folks get hits out to 500 yards with this thing. This is mm-hmm. a, uh, a 6.5 Creedmoor in a heavy barrel, and it's just – yeah, it's one of my magic wands. I yeah. like this guy. Wow. There's that a lot dude. of different. There's a lot of different rounds coming out there, but I think six five Creedmoor is awesome. And yeah, that and six a, millimeter arc are, are are two of my favorite right now. Yeah, um, and let's see here. So Christian Grest, and I believe that Christian Grest is part of BOP, right? I could be wrong. Yes. Tell me if I'm. Uh, yeah, Christian says uh, folks are tired of me asking when the MPO one to six is coming in stock, hoping to have uh, one of the first in the wild. I think I was one of the first pre-orders. That's from Christian Grass. BOP. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Hopefully by the end of May. Hopefully by the yeah. end of May. So there you go. Um, lots of if if you're in the BOP out there, just uh, speak up now, so everyone could know that you're in the BOP. There's quite a few folks out there. Uh, you got another one, Adrian. You're gonna drop something. Oh, there you go. There's the hat. Is this like a hat or that's a patch on that hat? No, that's that's the hat. Oh, there's a there's a BOP hat out there now. Oh, that must be new. I've never seen that one. Yeah, I've got to check my mail for that, Roy. Yeah, Roy. Uh, yeah. I hope to see that in the. Yeah, we're, we're full of surprises. <laughs> By the way, like BOP has got like the most awesome swag. Um, yeah. I need to find a picture. Yeah, I've got to find a picture because I don't know if I ever showed Roy a picture of. Um, Adrian, did you get the uh, did you get the jammies? Last Christmas, yes. did you get the, the Christmas jam? Yeah, for, yeah, for the you know for the three or four days that we had below zero temperatures. Oh. Yeah. Oh, let me <laughs> for the seventy-two <laughs> hours of winter you had. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's funny. That is funny. Uh, well, you know, uh, Texas had some bad winter the year before, so yeah, there was actual yeah, snow. That was a, a fluke. We had a week's worth of. Uh-huh. snow and, and just ice and it was really weird and the the whole city uh, actually the whole most of the state kind of freaked out but otherwise yeah just one of those weird things yeah there were people who lost power and all that kind of stuff so yeah yeah, we, yeah but those those jammies are awesome by the way i have to say that lola and i are actually going to keep those in the van because when we go someplace that it's cold dude you could get into those naked and you will be fine. Those things are warm. Yep, they're nice. I don't idea. have any of those. No? Oh, wait. wait. No. There's not one big enough for you? Is that what's the... I, I tried them on up to 3X. <laughs> oh. We didn't have any 4X or 5X. Oh. Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure I got it. So, by the way, I don't know if you ever saw this. This is when... Uh, this is Walter with his oh my lord oh that's fantastic that was episode 848 so there you go oh dude i don't know if you ever saw that that's showstopper yeah. stuff that's beautiful yeah we you know we uh we we rock the uh the bop swag around here so i'm gonna i'm gonna go through here probably while adrian is showing i think were you gonna show us another gun adrian yeah I mean, we'll put let's pull it up 300 here. blackouts this is my 300 blackout Holy. Oh, that's another F one. Yeah, that's J- just yeah. Thick. yeah. We just need to call this the F one episode. I mean, right. <laughs> and you've got a flaming pig on there. I see that. Holy, yeah, yeah. That's the Nabeski. The, the Loudner, yes. Yeah, yeah, you've got more F one rifles than uh, Demo Ranch, I think. Dude, <laughs> I, I doubt that, but you know, uh, yeah, no, I, I'm pretty sure you're kicking you're kicking Demo Ranch's <laughs> butt when it comes to the. So yeah, tell us about this. Tell us about that. What is the three hundred blackout you said, right? 
Yeah, 300 blackout. I believe it's a five and a half inch uh, or yeah, uh, barrel uh, hyper touch competition trigger. Um, and this one is also anodized black. Um, but yeah, just super shiny uh, and just like really, really nice with the red accents. Yeah, that is that's that that's awesome. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, and so that's black. It looks kind of purplish, but no, I have a purple one. I'll show you. Oh, okay. All right. No, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, what colors do you not have? Do you have a future yeah, exactly. one or all exactly. of? No. Or chartreuse. I mean, it's just fun. It's oh boy. Oh <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. You can show us right <laughs> now. Go ahead. Hey, yeah, do it. Show do it. <laughs> Holy oh moly. Lord. That's pink, though. Isn't that pink? No, it's, oh. it's purple. Anodized oh. purple. Wow. Uh, this one's 9mm. Uh, but yeah, just that, that anodized paint on there is just. Dude, Adrian, how, where. So I just want to know, man, do you have like a special code for F1 or something like that? Like, how. You know. Oh my no. gosh. These my are. Blown. Yeah, these are some. Dude. These are. These are cool guns, but these are not like, you know, these are not your off-the-shelf, you know, you don't find them in the bin at the gun store that has the $300 ARs in it. No, no. I want to show my last gun. <laughs> no, that's really cool, man. Congratulations. You got some. Thank you. Is there another one there? Is there another? You have another one? I'd have oh, to open up the oh. Oh, okay. We'll go to Roy for a second. <laughs> yeah, there you okay. go. Yeah, go ahead, Roy. Don't be embarrassed. Empty I'm going to show yeah. empty chamber. Uh, this is an old one. This is an old standard uh, blued gun. So, you know, mm -hmm. this is 1950s uh, Czechoslovakian communist block. It does have the uh, hammer drop safety. Of course, what is it Tokarev? Makarev? No, CZ-52. Mm -hmm. It shoots 7.62 okay. by 2.5. Yes, so the original Tokarev mm -hmm. TT-33 chambered in the same round as this, mm -hmm. but this is the Czech pistol, mm -hmm. which I think is a superior pistol, but I might mm -hmm. make some TT-33 fanboys mad. Okay. And then the other <laughs> cool thing about this one, uh -huh. if I pull this off here. CZ-52 okay. from DCG-44s. Yes, baby. Mm -hmm. All right. I don't know if I, if, if, if I can show this very well on my little bitty... But you see these right there? Hold it up a little bit. Yeah. Uh-huh. This thing is roller locked. Ah. Uh. CZ-52 pistol is roller locked, just so the, like an HK MP5 or something like that. Yes. Okay. So this very, is why you say it's better. Yeah. This very smooth. Mm -hmm. uh, my favorite thing about the CZ-52, uh, besides the fact it's a cool, funky, ray gun looking design from the 50s, is... Whenever you shoot 7.62 by 2.5 out of a little pistol like this, it, it'll throw a fireball about the size of a standard American beach ball mm -hmm. with hardly any recoil. So yeah. I really, really, I, I like, again, this is one I picked up in the Brownells retail store, and it's my second one. So I'm, I'm going to make a video at some point where I dual wield CZ-52s. Oh, you know, <laughs> if you, yes. And uh, if you're coming to visit us, you know, um, you should you should drive, by the way. But uh, if you're yes. coming to visit us, bring that because Walter is a huge fan of those. Um, DCG 44 says I dig the CZ 52 Roy, one of my favorites. Walt has a few of those as well. And he's got some badass holsters for it. I don't know if you found 
any of the yeah. old school holsters yet. And, and and somebody down there had a Pepishaw the last time I was there. Her chamber in exactly the same round. Yeah. Did you you shot that right? Did you? Oh, oh yeah, no. I shot okay. that. Oh. We wouldn't be able to keep the Who Move My Freedom podcast going without the support of a DAO or decentralized autonomous organization like Tusk Crypto. Tusk Cryptocurrency is a firearm-friendly e-commerce option for online payment transactions secured on the blockchain. So when you're in the crypto market, please consider Tusk, T-U-S-C. Okay, here we go. Now, Adrian has been into the safe. All right, go clicky-clack. Yeah. <laughs> what you got, Adrian? <laughs> Yo, Adrian. <laughs> okay, here we go. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, this is a Matt Red now. He's got, like, different flavors. <laughs> um, yes. Also, this is 223. Okay. Uh, Matt um, Maroon. Okay. Very yeah, so. nice. And what is the ch what's the charging handle? The charging handle looks a little... Am I... Seeing that charging handle properly, what is that? Ah. Mm -hmm. what, uh, what, yeah, what is that right there? I don't think I've ever seen a charging handle like that, actually. It might be their proprietary. Um, oh, are all, their, all of their charging handles look like that? I mean, that's pretty, that's like a beefy, meaty charging handle for you to grab onto. I've never... You could correct me if I'm wrong here, Roy. I don't think I've seen like that's a beefy charging handle. Yeah, that's a new one on me. Yeah, I I don't recognize yeah. that one. Yeah. Yeah, it seems to be the same one that's on, on oh. this one as well. Oh, that charging. Yeah, their charging handles are nice. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. To your point, it's yeah you can grab it yeah. on to real real easy yeah. and it's nice and easy yeah. to grab. I'm guessing F1 is not making uh, bolt actions. Uh, you know, or you don't, you didn't acquire your bolt action one yet on your spree here of, uh, of F1s. Yeah, I don't know if they have bolt action. I need to look into that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Someone will tell us. I know a lot of, so a lot of people are doing bolt action now. I've noticed yeah. that, uh, Daniel Defense has got one. There's a, there's a quite a few guys out there doing, I'm trying to remember who it was I saw recently, um, Shelly Fungus says, great looking rifle, and DCG44 says, Roy, have you ever seen custom ammo loading a 22 caliber bullet in 7.62 by 25 via yes. Sabots? Yeah. With a Sabo, yes, yes. Sabo, yes. Sabo. I forget okay. who, who used to make that, but I have seen that. It's been 10 or 15 years, but yeah. And you could get just absolutely ridiculous. I mean, already, I think 7.62 by 25 is somewhere in the 12 to 1300 feet per second range, even mm -hmm. a little a pistol like this, which is mm -hmm. another reason I like it. But uh, with the uh, with the 22 caliber accelerator style round with a 22 bullet, basically a 556 five, round inside the Sabo, which would come apart as it came out, dudes were getting like 2000 feet a second. So it'd be mm -hmm. like the, the complex, weird, obscure, poor man's 5.7. Yeah, very cool. Not. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um and Shelly Fungus says, just got here. Did Roy lose a ton of weight? Dude looks very good. Well, pause. I'm just gonna say pause there on that. So if you if anyone knows <laughs> what that means. There he goes. Go ahead, flex for everyone. Did you are you on a special diet or is that just a COVID? Uh both probably. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. It's uh, good. 
What happened there? Oh, did both of these guys freeze? No. Uh, are you there? The iguana, which burns up the calories. And oh. Yeah, they they don't have a lot of calories in them, so no carbs oh. either. Oh, really? Iguana have no has no carbs, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't find any. So. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> okay, so listen, I've got one last thing that I'm going to show. Basically, uh, you know, it's this is I've showed this already. So this is my uh, Sig P320. And this is a Polymer 80 frame that it's on and a Potmo, Pot, Patmos, I guess, is the right way to say it. Complete slide that it's on here. And uh, I need to actually take it apart to show you guys what's inside of this because it mm -hmm. does have the SIG. Um, let me lock this back here and actually take it down. So I used to have the SIG P3, uh, P250s. You guys remember that? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. With the exposed yeah. hammer, right? Yeah. So I used to have those back in the days. This is a lot better. I had a whole bunch of them that you could change and go through stuff. So uh, basically, the uh, the this um, kind of bronze thing you see in here is called the fire control unit. And uh, I need something to help get this out of here with. That's the hard part. Gotta, I'm going to have to get it out of here while doing this for you guys i don't know i need i need something here to get it out and i need to actually take out i gotta take this pin out i could probably use the pin so anyway i used to be really into those and um but i didn't like the trigger so this is a way better trigger on the on the p320 mm -hmm. so actually you roy sent this to me and brownells helps me out a lot here with a lot happy of different to, very cool, happy to yeah a lot of really different cool uh cool guns here uh let's take a look at it so this is from the uh the sig custom shop and there you go that's and that's the, actually the firearm this is the firearm the fcu fire control unit this is what serialized and all that kind of awesomeness and uh then the guys the guys at uh jsd supply sent me the rest of the stuff here Mm -hmm. And I actually went to do to do a video uh, this weekend, and um, you know when I was leaving the house, I just grabbed like a Glock magazine, and I didn't even put it in there or anything. I took, I was like, yeah, okay, yeah, I need a magazine. I'll take I'll take this Glock magazine with me, and I got out there to shoot. And the minute I took the magazine out and looked at the gun in the magazine, I was like, yeah, this is not gonna work. So Oops. yeah, I don't know how that went through my brain, but yeah, that's why we haven't gotten a chance to do. A video on this yet but very cool so you could do like full size uh subcompact mm -hmm. you could do all kinds of different combinations there's even some cool change calibers very easily with that yeah. yeah you could change calibers and um i think that jsd right now has this carbine that you can actually drop the fcu into oh cool yeah so um you guys can check that out if lola i don't know if lola's monitoring us or not here but if you're looking if you're looking for this you could get this from brownells and mm -hmm. uh if you're looking for the other stuff that that came from jsd and maybe lolo will throw some links in there for you but big thanks to uh you roy for always taking care of me oh Senator. happy to frank uh, hank, yeah. hank sorry I don't yeah. know why I said uh, my brain. That, no, that's cool. People, what I'm doing is I'm going to brownells.com right now, and I'm uh -huh. Googling or searching on the website, Fire Control Unit FCU. Yeah. And we have them in stock for both the 320 and the 365, both the okay. SIG P365 and the 320. We have both of those in stock right now. 
Oh, so yeah, that the 365 is also uh, FCU. Yep. yep. Oh, cool. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're the same so, price. They're both the same. So how does that price. work? If I had a three, if I had a 365, I could buy the FCU and then replace the internals with with that. Um. So basically, that so the so the fire control unit like this one's for a P320, but if you have the 365, yes, you you this comes with it when you buy it. So if let's say the one that you got was full size and you want to go to uh, compact, you yeah. you wouldn't you wouldn't need to buy a gun all over again. You would just get you would just get the uh, compact uh, frame grip frame and the compact slide, and you would take this out of your gun now and you would put that into the new frame and put the new slide on it, and then you don't really have to like go through right. another background check or. What right, have uh, you? Uh, yeah, that's on cool. the SIGs, the only part that's the FFL is the little fire control unit, and I, I think they call it the grip module. So they grip don't module. use the word frame. Yeah, because whereas on most pistols, that's the frame, that's the firearm, that's the FFL part. Mm-hmm. Not on a Sig three twenty, it's no. the uh, it's, it's the grip module. You just buy it's them from mail. Yeah, that's the gun. Yeah. So this is what you would have to go through an FFL, go through a background check and all that for. And then after that, you don't have to do it anymore. The cool thing about it is JSD actually has the 80% FCUs. Oh, I didn't know that either. Yeah. So, (laughs) yeah, actually. That's a lot more intense machining than, say, on a polymer 80, 80% frame. Yeah, well. Yeah, I mean, so I know they sent me a jig and the eighty. Uh, they they sent that stuff out, and we're we're gonna do something with that. You guys will see it uh, up on the channel as well. So we'll see how easy or difficult it is. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I've to, made a um, I made a um, polymer eighty pistol. I, I've shown on the video before here, uh, and mm-hmm. literally I used an exacto knife and some sandpaper and an electric drill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Right. Yeah. 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 So and actually the person who's going to be doing that is Babyface so that's going to wind up being like his his thing. But we're going to do I'll do some videos on it and uh and I'm sure he will as well on that process. So they have a whole jig and everything for it. I'm going to assume it's not too difficult but I don't you know you never know until you actually do this stuff, right? Right. Right. Yeah. I think that's where you get into that's where you find out that even a Glock might look real simple but <laughs> Yeah. You know? So you go do it, and I think it's the same thing here. It all looks real simple, real easy. I mean, right? You know, and I, I learned metal. the same thing on my three polymer eighty builds. It, it yeah. looks simple once you get in there, and I'm so glad I did it. Yeah, this is pretty complicated, but, but yeah, yeah. But I mean, yeah, look it's, at it's look not at the as components of what's going on here. Yeah. So, wow. uh, yeah. I mean, this I think has a potential to change a lot of things. The P250 was a lot the same as this, but the trigger was not as good. This is a really good trigger on here uh, versus what what was there in the P250. And someone out there can correct me if I'm wrong. Um, you know, I think that you could put these into the P250 frames, but I'm not sure. I don't have it. I'm going to see if I have any still laying around and try that out. Maybe not. I don't know. But... Really, I think there's a lot of there's a heavy amount of potential here for this because you know, just think of all the different kinds of guns you could make out of that. So yeah, um, that's pretty cool. So there's a question here uh, or a comment. Shelly Fungus says a uh, couple of things. He said last few times I've looked at looked PSA daggers have been plentiful. Is the love affair over? 
Um, I think PSA is just making a lot of them. <laughs> so, I mean, plent- being, yeah. plent- being plentiful out there is a good thing. Do you have any of those? Uh, are you into those at all, Adrian? I, I don't, but I remember when they first came out, like, they sold out super quick, and then PSA didn't have them for a long time. Mm-hmm. But um, I do some affiliate stuff for them, so mm-hmm. yeah, I, I see them like every every other day. Yeah, I think in the beginning they weren't doing that. When they were doing a run, they weren't doing that many, like like what you're saying. So maybe they did a hundred or a few hundred. Now they might be doing a lot more, but that's a good thing. If people are looking for you know affordable uh, handguns out there, they're spitting a bunch of them out. So mm-hmm. yeah, I think so. Yeah, lots of different combos. Shelly Fungus also says Pete Brownell is the best in the business. Bought a pistol from them, wrote him a nice note. He sent me, or his people sent me, a nice goodie bag. So there you go. Yep. This, yep does, uh, awesome. does Pete do that, um, you know, when he gets notes from people? Because now everyone's going to send Pete notes. Yeah, it, it's it, Pete is very much yeah. in the spirit of doing that. Pete doesn't necessarily do that, though. Mm-hmm. There you go. Let's just put it that way. But yes, he, he well, he's you a know. busy man. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. CEO, kind of a busy dude. Yeah. Yeah. But it is nice. It is nice to acknowledge uh, folks who send you things out there. So, you know, uh, who, who take the time. Like, people don't do that anymore to take the time to communicate with companies. Um, but even I appreciate it when folks out there, the folks that support me, get in touch with companies and say, hey, look, I heard about you from Hank Strange or I heard about you from Cigars and Guns. I think all of that helps that the companies are actually hearing that a human being is listening to us and then taking the time to tell them that they're listening to mm-hmm. us. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And that's that's one thing I'm I'm really blessed to work for Brownells. That's one thing Brownells really tries to do is listen to the customer. I mean, that's that's how we came up with, you know, like stuff like the BRN 180. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. Or or listening to, to folks saying, hey, we, we want a one to six with, mm-hmm. with a cool reticle. Uh, so, yeah, absolutely. We try to listen. We try to, to respond and be and be reactive yeah. to what folks are looking for. Yeah, because uh, it just it just helps. It helps the customers. It, it helps us, and it also helps us grow the community. Which I ultimately, for me, that's why I'm why I'm what I do, what I do. Yeah. So let me give let me give uh, let me give Adrian a chance here to ask some questions because I don't know. Have you had have you had Roy on your show already? Um, no. So typically, my my podcasts are all in person, live. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, I don't. I don't. Oh. We're not at the point where we do the the remote type stuff, but mm-hmm. yeah, if ever. Yeah, oh, okay. Roy, come to Dallas. Yeah. Let us I, I would love to find a work-related reason <laughs> yeah. to come to Dallas and hmm. hang out with you and smoke. Cigar I think there's and some mud wrestling oh, going yes. on in Dallas. Yeah, <laughs> next weekend. Oh, yes, <laughs> we need to figure this out. Yes. We can oh, all yes. we can all be there if we don't. No, I'm just kidding. But yeah, not just really. let me know I'm when not. I'll make something up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this conversation never <laughs> happened. <laughs> yeah. So, is there anything you wanted to ask Roy? Yeah, yeah. Well, I want to show him something that he needs. Mm-hmm. I oh, think baby. we're all familiar. We're familiar with all the Voltec, right? The Voltec. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I guns, think I right. Mm-hmm. So this one's just a little bit different. Wow. Wow. Yeah. How many oh, cigars can you can you get in that thing? So about nine. Okay. But this this insert comes out. Okay. 
I can take the that's salads. That's no cedar, right? Yeah, that's cedar. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah, it is. So you, you can okay. fit in a bunch of cigars mm-hmm. oh. uh, on that. So. Yeah. Oh, Baltimore. dude, I absolutely need one of those. Heck yeah. Yeah. Yes. So, um, how is that? You know, like how long can you have cigars in there? Well, is typically, I only use it for like if I'm going on a weekend trip or something, yep. mm-hmm. and you can put a little humidity pack in there, mm-hmm. but it's not something for for long storage necessarily. Okay. Okay. And then um, I noticed you had some other accoutrement there. So I know you always have some badass lighters and stuff like that. What's oh, yeah, the yeah. what's the latest and greatest in the in the lighter game? You know. So this one's pretty cool, only because it's it's camo. Okay. Oh yeah, that's yeah. Cool. nice. Yeah, you always have something that are like flamethrowers, man. Let's see what this has. Oh. Oh. Uh, okay. Um, I I Uh-oh. don't have a gear, but <laughs> very typical. Yeah, to usually like, you uh, do. Yeah, I'm surprised. <laughs> so very typical to what a chef would use to make cream, uh, like a creme brulee. Oh yeah, yeah I okay. use one of those for my outdoor lighter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So I'm sure I'm sure he's got something not far. What's up, Roy? Are you gonna ask a question? No, I was gonna say, are 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 Atabays still your cigar of, of choice right now? Boom. Of course. <laughs> yeah. Oh, those are See? lovely. Those are so wonderful. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. They're still on the list. Yeah. So a couple of questions are coming in here. Uh, let me see if I can take these here. Uh, DCG says, Hank, do you have an opinion? Sol mini shell adapter for Mossberg. Um, no, I've never tried it. Uh, I like mini shells, though. I don't know if you, either one of you guys have tried. Uh, yeah, SOL? Mini shell. Yeah. Is it SOL or Sol? I don't know. Mini shell adapter for the Mossberg. The Opsol. The Opsol oh. adapter. Okay. O-P-S-O-L, um, yeah. Yeah. Have you tried that out? No, I have okay. not. Yeah. Mini shells oh, I, are awesome. Um, is there any... The Opsol mini clip is available at brownells.com for fifteen ninety nine. Boom, boom. <laughs> there you go. Maybe we got to try that out on my Mossberg. Yeah. <laughs> um, I can look you up. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Um, you know, j- just send some F1s also, please. <laughs> I don't know if we sell them. Roy is like, please take all F1s out of the skews right now. <laughs> um, so let's see what else is going on here. Lola says, how much does a good lighter cost? So honestly, so the one that I showed you that was camo. This one's made by a company called Brizard and Company. This was about $200. But oh, honestly... Yeah. This yeah. one right here mm-hmm. is was ten bucks. And, okay, you know it's the Amazon special. Oh, and that's and a nice flame on that too. Yeah. Now the issue is sometimes it'll work, sometimes it doesn't. Okay. Uh, the bizarre pretty much Every works time. all the time. Yeah. But um, it, it all depends on what you're using it. I mean, I'll I'll keep the the cheaper ones uh, because. You know, if if I travel, sometimes it get taken away by TSA or whatever. Mm-hmm. I will not travel with with the with the nicer ones. Mm-hmm. But okay. I mean, I I know some guys that that pay upwards of thousands of dollars for a lighter. That's what uh, I was going to ask you: if two hundred is the top, or it goes way over that. Oh gosh, no, oh, really? it goes okay. way on top, and it's it's mm-hmm. really just to show off. Um, SD Dupont is one of the leaders in those. Mm-hmm. This this is SD Dupont. 
it's also two hundred dollars. It's a little, it's a little thing, but SD Dupont makes some thousand dollar lighters that, and, and I'm sure Roy's familiar with the uh, SD Dupont Ping, so the ones that kind no. of flip open. Oh, I'm so they they flip open. It's a soft flame, and you hear this ping, and they they um, they have a patent on the sound that it makes when you flip it open. What? Cool. Yeah, yeah. that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. I do not own one of those. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. It's like the um, own yeah. grand thing, huh? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Armin and Axis says, seriously, I use a Bic fire. It's fine. The Who Moved My Freedom podcast is made possible by our partners at 2A Commerce. Veteran owned and with over 20 years experience, 2A Commerce is the leader in custom e-commerce and web application development in the shooting sports industry. Clients include major brands such as Guard Dog Body Armor, Sylvan Arms, AccuFire Technologies, The Tactical Games, Warrior Knife Company, and yours truly, Hank Strange. Visit 2A Commerce and support this show by supporting them. Once again, visit the number 2acommerce.com. Okay, so we got some, uh, let's see here, hold on. Uh, let me get this lined up here. So, yeah, I was saying, Armin and Axis says, seriously, I use a Bic Fire, it's fine. And uh, Shelly Fungus says, Jack Schwartz in Chicago sells a ton of DuPont lighters. So. Yeah, yeah they're, all, they're all over the place. They're made in, um, I believe, Paris. Uh, it's a French company, I believe. Mm -hmm. um, all their internals, everything is like handmade and stuff. So it's, you're a watch guy, Hank. So it's mm -hmm. very much like, uh, like the handmade watches, the, the mm -hmm. movements and and mm -hmm. so lighters are pretty much in the, in the same ball game. Yeah. Um, in, in reference to armament and axes, mm -hmm. yeah. I, I mean, I've, in a pinch, I've used Bic lighters as well. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm not an expert on the the butane and the and the the, the fluid and the the purities of the fluid, but there's been arguments made that you know when you use just a basic Bic that you're buying off of a, a gasoline you know store or whatever. The, the impurities that are in there compared to something that's uh, pure butane. When, when you're smoking, you know, a 40, 50 plus dollar cigar, you probably want to um, use something pure that it doesn't affect the taste of the cigar. But mm -hmm. I, I went, yeah, I went camping this weekend and whatever lighter was there was there and I'm smoking outside. So it was no big deal. I really don't right. Care. Right. But if, if you're drinking a, you're not going to take a, 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 a bottle of, of Pappy uh, whiskey and then make like a Jack and Coke out of it. It depends on how hood you are. <laughs> Some of us are a little more hood than others, but. Uh, so, let, you know. let me tell you what, on, on the same note, uh -huh. uh, Roy, both you and I know uh, uh, Jeremy with Vulcan Machine Works, right? Mm -hmm. So oh, yeah. we're both into tequila. You know we love our tequilas, right? Oh Clas yes. So Clasio Azul, the the bell. Yep. Right. He makes margaritas with those. He will not drink it straight. Oh man. Well, I've yes. I have. I think made for you even a margarita with Clase Azul at one point because somebody requested hey. it. I've it's, done that before. They're delicious. But yeah. They're. I mean, goodness. You can talk about good ingredients. <laughs> Holy cats! But yeah. Oh, I love to sip. I love to sip classy as a rule. I didn't oh, yeah. even know. I wouldn't have even known what that was, except the other day I was looking at an episode of Drink Champs, 
uh who the who was on drink champ i think the game the rapper of the game was on drink champs yeah and they had a whole bunch of bottles of that uh what is it cause uh casa azul or something Classe, yeah, it's like a white bottle with really uh, with blue right. um, yeah. uh, graphics around it, and there's a bell because someone gave him like a special ring to ring the bell on it, and Lola yeah. was breaking that down for me, and I was like, okay, that's crazy. <laughs> I, I've, I've yeah. rung the bell with 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 Adrian a few times. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. What does that mean? Ringing the bell off of that thing? Is it like a tradition or? Um, Whatever you want to mean. I was just like, hey, I'm drinking Classe Azul. Ding! Yeah. Yeah. It just, yeah. It just alerts people that, yeah, we're breaking out the Classe now. Yeah. Lola says, it's that like sounds delish, Roy. Popping bottles. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Lola says, go. that sounds delish, Roy, next time we hang. Okay. Um, and DCG44 says, poppy and coke, if that's your th- uh, jam, but OMG. So, there you go. I, I can't find Pappy anywhere. I'm not in that realm where I can just walk in, change store, and, and get Pappy. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not even sure what that is. Whoa. It's like, it's like $2,000 now, probably like $5,000 bottle of bourbon. Oh, wow. Okay. I know, yeah, I know the other day Lola was doing, she did some um, uh, beef ribs for me, mm-hmm. and she and she actually put those in whiskey. Ooh, she actually cooked those in whiskey. Yeah, she oh, cooked them like she cooked them in a pressure in one of those pressure cookers, but yeah. in in whiskey, and it was I thought it was really good. I mean, yeah, you know, that I'm not a big good. drinker, but yeah, I'm not a big drinker, but I will totally put some liquor on some. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, uh, Lola or says you- it's just a flex popping that tequila. So there you go. Yeah, it's just a flex, right? Right. Yeah, it's just a flex. Yeah. So along that along that line of uh, thinking with the with cigars and everything, you guys are into cigars. What's the big cigar flexes other than just because you said that you, uh, a cigar could be fifty bucks? I'm guessing it could be way over that. What are the yeah. big? Okay, so this is a big flex yeah. cigar right here, baller cigar. I mean, it, it could be. So there, there, it's it's a boutique brand. Mm-hmm. Not many um, stores or lounges have them. Um, although they've kind of made their way into other lounges and stuff, but that's, mm-hmm. that's definitely a flex. Now, a lot of people will talk about Cubans. Um, I, I have quite a bit of Cubans, but I'm not a Cuban cigar smoker. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but the allure with Cubans is you can't have them. I mean, you can't get them okay. unless, right. unless you're, uh, outside of the States, you know, Germany, London, uh, you have to buy them from a reputable reputable store, and those stores are only called, uh, I think, uh, Havana Havana House, mm-hmm. and those mm-hmm. are typically the the only stores that will have true Cubans. Mm-hmm. Um, but that that could be a flex, and to me, it's like when I see that, it's like uh, I'll smoke an Atabe any day over a Cuban mm-hmm. anytime. Is the flavors different? I don't know. Have you ever uh, uh, smoked a Cuban? Either one of you guys? Yes, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's the difference in the flavor? Like, why do why is it such a big deal? Is it just like a culture thing that Cubans became the thing, or what? What's the deal? Go ahead, Roy. No, no, go ahead, Adrian. You're you're more of a cigar expert than I. I'll just say what I heard, but go ahead. Well, yeah, I'll just reiterate what I said. Is that they're hard to get, and mm-hmm. yeah. it's 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 that thing of you know I now have something that no one else has, and that's you know special but flavor wise uh, <laughs> unless you really get into the older partagas 
Um, like if, if you're smoking like a Cohiba, which is the most fake cigar in the world, um, you really don't know if you're smoking at that Cohiba or not. Uh, and, but, but again, yeah. I, I'll take a, any Nicaraguan cigar over a Cuban any day. And yeah. if Josh was here, I'd, I'd smoke his cigars over Cuban any day. Right, right. Uh, okay. Um, go ahead, Roy. The, the Cubans I've had, I've had uh, uh, Romeo and Julieta before and, and a couple of other different ones. I, in fact, the first Cuban I ever smoked, as, as Adrian was saying, um, and it's long ago enough that I don't think it's a flex. So it was the first time I got to go to Europe, and I bought one in Rome. Ah. I went down to a Havana house and bought one in, and set nice. out on, on the front steps mm -hmm. of the uh, – the, the, the cruddy little hotel slash hostel we were sitting in and <laughs> smoked a, a Cubano yeah. in, in Rome and felt like Ernest Hemingway or something. But uh, I mean, the ones I've had are good. I wouldn't say they're mind blowing. They're good, solid. The ones I've had good, solid cigars. And like Adrian yeah. said, hey, do you remember several years ago when nobody could get in the United States could get their hands on a CZ 75 and a mm -hmm. CZ 75 pistol was unobtainium. And oh my gosh, everybody wanted a CZ 75. <laughs> And yeah, now you yeah. got CZ USA, and there's CZ seventy five on every corner, and suddenly they're not as the cool kid thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But that's, that's a good solid nine millimeter, right? Yeah, it's good nine yeah. millimeter. It's about the same thing. Yeah, I mean, I think it's the it's a similar thing. Like Adrian was talking about watches, I think it's a similar thing with watches that like Rolex is a good watch, but it's not the yeah. epitome of watchmaking. You know. There's uh, so many better watches that are more finely made and all that kind of stuff. And, but, but, you know, Rolex has had that name for a long time. And, on, and then recently, all of a sudden, they've become unobtainium. I mean, there was a time right. when, like, Rolex right. was actually the working man's watch, you know. And if I would have bought one when I was younger, you know, and I'm talking about when I was like 20 or 30 or even 40 for that matter, it would have been so much easier to do. But right now they've just like taken off because I think I saw somewhere that in China, all these new, uh, like all the new wealth being created there, the folks there would rather buy watches, especially Rolex watches and then the higher, you know, watches that you can get like Patek mm -hmm. Philippe and all of that kind of stuff. They would rather buy that than houses. And that's, that's what's crazy. yeah. That's it's what's making no. yeah. And that's what's making the market go up. And I think maybe you know that's that happens in a lot of different places. It happens with cars. There's some cars that uh, look at the Corvette, for example. You know, I mean, the new yeah. C8 was it's a beautiful car. It's awesome, but it's supposed to be sixty grand, and people were selling those things for one hundred and fifty grand. Yeah, yeah. The, the other thing I've learned with cigars is that so much of cigar. Quality. I mean, there, there's there's actual real quality differences. I don't want to mm -hmm. get that wrong. There's actual real quality differences, but your quote unquote best cigar, it depends so much on your your personal palate and mm -hmm. your body chemistry and the way your taste buds work. Yeah, because I mean, there's I, I dearly love uh, my father Labijou 1922s. Yeah, and there's a lot of people who, who don't like those as much. Or I yeah. mean, there's some. I really I like Maduros, and a lot of people like the Milder Connecticut's. And I, I mean, I smoked an Atabay, and that was awesome, dude. I loved it. That yeah. was a great cigar. Uh, but I, it, there's certain types of cigars that I know I really like, and I found that that other brands that other people really like, I'll smoke one and go, eh, whatever. Or uh, 
some people say, oh, this is a fantastic cigar and I'll, I'll smoke it. Oh, heck yeah, that's awesome. But it, it's so subjective and personal. And that's what I've learned is, is just to smoke a bunch of different cigars and pick the ones you like. Mm-hmm. Good point. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Andrew. So mm-hmm. I, I always get asked, you know, what is my favorite cigar? And I also get asked, what's my favorite gun? And my answer is the same for both. My favorite cigar is whatever I have in my hand at the time. Yep. My favorite gun is whatever one that's closest to me. Now. <laughs> and this <laughs> is this is a, yeah exactly yes. yeah I think that's uh, that's <laughs> that's so <Yes>. true. <laughs> and, and if I'm fishing for catfish in Arkansas, I'm, sw- I'm smoking those little Swisher Sweets backwoods things, those little rough, rolled up Cigarillos. There that's you go. Catfishing cigar. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Shelly Fungus seems deep into cigars. He says, truth be told, Nicaragua Nicaragua cigars blow Cubans away. Cuban quality is mixed. Not worth it, in my honest opinion. My favorite cigar maker grew up under the watchful eye of Don Alejandro Rubina. Yep. Uh, I like mine super strong with very complex flavor profiles. Um, and yeah, Don Pepin makes a good stick. Oh, he's going in. Shelly Fungus, <laughs> Fungus is all over this. Uh, yeah. So he wants to know, Adrian, what is the most overrated cigar on the market? Gurkha. Okay. Gurkha. So that's that's a brand, and if you ask any like real cigar smoker, uh, you know I've heard that I've heard Gurkha being called they're a great marketing company that makes cigars, and okay. it's it's really it's a subpar cigar. Um, they, they do have one, I believe that's a $500 cigar that's supposed to have been dipped in Louis the 13th and all this stuff. But mm-hmm. e- even that, I mean, it's, it's crazy, but does that make, does, so would being dipped in an alcohol make a difference? I mean, people like to think because back in the day, I've never done mm-hmm. this, but people would take their cigar and then dip the, the. The, the part that you smoke into their cognac, into whatever they happen to be drinking to get that flavor. Mm-hmm. And, and because of that, a lot of these companies started infusing um, alcohol, like the, uh, the whatever, like the, the flavor of the month is, like Blanton's. I think there's a Blanton cigar out there mm-hmm. um, because, you know, the bourbon market is so so crazy right now. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's that's a thing that people have done and, and like, some cigar companies are taking advantage of that. Oh, okay. Have you ever tried out any of those, Roy? I've never smoked a Gurkha. Um, I've Good. seen Gurkhas. Uh, I've never smoked one, so I can't say either way. Yeah. Uh, For I've me, a Gurkha a is an armored vehicle. Is that like an armored vehicle? I'm pretty sure. Or it's, it's a <laughs> Nepalese soldier who fights in the British Army. Yeah, and right, the, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, soldier, yeah the, their label is like this um, soldier-looking guy, so yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. A, oh, okay. A with, with this kukri. Oh, kukris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think a Gurkha is also. Oh, there's Gurkha cigars comes up as a Gurkha yeah. knife, Gurkha soldiers. I'm just looking on Google when you Google it. Uh, yeah. And there's a Gurkha truck. That would be the one that I know about. Boom. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you guys so have I, seen these before, right? Yeah. Oh, I drive the shit out of that. Yeah. I mean. Woo-hoo. 
I buy it. Okay. Thing. Would you drive that if you had to smoke Gurkha cigars to drive it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> He'd be all about it. Just now he was when you said you didn't you never smoked one. He said good. <laughs> um I so think I have a story real uh, quick. Go I'm gonna yeah. re- reply no, to Shelly Fungus. Mm-hmm. Um one of my buddies, the owner of uh industrial cigar company, was in Cuba. Mm-hmm. He was invited to the actual Cohiba factory where mm-hmm. he saw the rollers. Uh, rolling Cohiba cigars, along with Partagas, along with, uh, name another uh, Cuban brand. But all the same cigars here, they would grab a cigar from this pile, Cohiba label. Grab a cigar from the same pile, Partagas label. Grab another cigar from the same pile, uh, you know, Monte Cristo label. Mm. So that's the, the, the quality of these Cuban uh, companies that are putting out these Cuban cigars. Yes, that happens quite a lot in business. <laughs> all kinds yeah. of, all brands, all different brands and uh, different things that are made. So, um, you know, interesting to hear that. Uh, Armin and Asa says he's he's out of here because his uh, knuckle bones hurting. But since we were talking about dipping cigars and stuff, he wants to know what about Bill Clinton cigars. I wasn't going to uh, bring um, that up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from Arkansas, and I feel your pain. <laughs> I did not. Never mind. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah, you know. Um, hey. What's up? Hey, hey. In, in like four minutes, can I can I do my little spiel on, on, on my, the group I want to talk about real Yes, quick? absolutely. Yes, hit us with it. Okay. Absolutely. Thank you. Thanks for letting me do this. Okay, full disclosure, I was recently elected to the board of directors of this organization. The board of directors of this organization Congratulations. no salaries. No mm-hmm. salaries. But this is something near and dear to my heart. It's mm-hmm. uh, Special Operations Wounded Warriors. There's the hat. There's the logo. If you want to check it out, it's Sal, Special Operations Wounded Warrior, SalCharity.com. And what Sal is, is Sal does charitable work on behalf of members of the United States military special operations community. So uh, that would include guys like Green Berets, Rangers, Delta Force, SEALs, other uh, units that sometimes can't actually be talked about. But men... And women who have been in these units, see the Purple Heart in the middle, who've been wounded mm-hmm. or are otherwise injured, Sal does charitable things for them, providing therapeutic outdoor experiences and also things like uh, counseling services for them and their families. And it's 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 a 501c3. Nobody on the board of directors gets any money at all. It's a wonderful organization. In fact, if you if you see the plaque uh, hanging on my wall, that's, that's a plaque. You can see the Sal logo at the bottom. I've, it's been my great fortune to, for like seven years now, I get to go to a place where they have their, their premier event of the year. It's called Taken Bacon, where they take uh, wounded operators. Some of them are retired. Some of them are still active duty. So we can't really take pictures of them or, or, or publicize them. But they hunt wild pigs with knives and packs of dogs. And that's the cool adrenaline junkie thing. But the most important thing is they get to be with people who are like them in a therapeutic outdoor experience. And I get to play honorary bartender for these people. And I can't tell you uh, how much of a heart project this is for me. And I'm so honored and, and happy they, they saw fit to elect me to their board of directors. So if, if you feel it in your heart, you want to learn more about Sal, go to SalCharity.com. This is not connected to Wounded Warrior Foundation in any way. It's its own special, unique organization. 
and they are a charity, so there is a link way down at the bottom of the page if you would feel inclined to donate to them. Again, I do not benefit monetarily. It's strictly a volunteer position, but this is an outstanding, incredible, amazing organization that Brownells works with, uh, and we're one of their biggest donors, and uh, it's just a great group of people with a very important mission. I just wanted to get that out there. Absolutely. Thank you, Hank. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, you know, thanks to you guys for doing that to help out uh, the folks that do those, you know, that go out there and do a lot of stuff that the rest of us either can't, don't want to or won't do. Um, so I, you know, I really appreciate that. There's lots of kudos coming in. Lola says that's wonderful. Roy, congrats. Christian Gress Thank says, you very much. Yeah, Christian Gress says, awesome, Roy. That's a great organization to be a part of. Lola put SalCharity.com uh, in there. And uh, man, congratulations on that. Uh, my question that I would ask, I'm sure Adrian's got some questions or comments on it, but so sure. what can folks do to help you out with that mission right now? Just go to the, to the dot com uh, or go to SalCharity.com and, and take a look at the website and you have to go, currently you have to go all the way down to the bottom and there is a little link for donate. Uh, since I'm on the board, uh, we've had some talks about maybe uh, recently about maybe updating that website and, and getting it more easy to donate. Mm -hmm. But if, if you also look at uh, some of the events going on, it's based in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. So a lot of the events are local to that area. But uh, for example, Brownells finds ways to support them throughout the year. And we even do uh, special publicized donation campaigns, especially around 4th of July or Veterans Day. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Uh, and I think that you wanted to say something here, Adrian. Yeah, and you know what? Uh, now, and, and that's that's great that you're on the board of directors with them now. I think I met those guys with you in uh, in Vegas, and we wouldn't be able to keep the Who Moved My Freedom podcast going without the support of manufacturers like Safety Harbor Firearms. SHF is a quintessential family-owned small business, totally representative of the American dream. Safety Harbor Firearms is a Florida-based manufacturer of the compact entry stock and the SHTF-50 upper for an AR-15 lower. Also, SHF happily delivers on your Sten Gun parts needs. So don't forget to check out StenParts.com and SafetyHarborFirearms.com. All right, my apologies for that. That just came right in there and cut you off, Adrian. Um, say say no, that good. again. Yeah. Uh-huh. What were you saying there? No, you're good. So, Roy, when, um, well... Regardless of when you have an event with Sal, uh, mm -hmm. let's see if we can set up a meeting with Dave at Industrial, and, okay. and maybe we do uh, like a uh, uh, like a cigar uh, where we donate cigars. Oh, that right. would be amazing! Heck yeah! So for the next event, cool. you're covered with cigars. Right, and that would be that would be next next February. That's the big one they they do where they have the most of of the. Uh, of the actual vets or, or active duty military personnel together. So yeah, heck okay. yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Uh, yeah, Perfect. that's, yeah, that's great, Roy. I'm, I'm probably going to um, take this and cut it out and throw it up on YouTube or something uh, to help, uh, to help out. But I know you, you, you do a lot, you, you, you do a lot of good stuff for folks out there. Um, you know, not that you're suffering, serving everyone drinks. I mean, yeah, <laughs> you thrive. <laughs> you thrive. Yeah, I like uh, to do that because drunk. you know I get to I get to quality control sample too. So it's a win-win. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, man. But that's really cool, man. I'm, uh, you know, I I always tell people that the the you know everyone's always asking me like, oh, how did you even get linked up with Brownells? And that kind of like goes back 
man, I don't know how many years ago it was to the uh, thousand man shoot, you know, in Arizona. And and uh, I is it six years? Yeah. 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 And I met you there. You were you were working at that event, working really hard. And I always remember trying to like introduce myself to you and say, oh, you know, this is what I do. And Roy goes, I I know, I know who you are. I know what you do. (laughs) And I was like, oh, cool. And then Roy was like, listen, man, you know, he gave me his email and he said, you know, hit me up and, uh, you know, I'll, I'll do whatever I can to, you know, help you out through Brownells. And that's really how this started. And I think Roy and all the other people at Brownells have been, you know, really incredibly uh, kind and generous to my to myself and Lola and so many other people out there, you know, not just me. So, uh, you know, thanks for Thank all you, the Hank. stuff you do, Roy. Uh, Thank I appreciate you. And, it. And it, it's, we've got a great team and I'm just fortunate to be part of a really great team. Absolutely. Yeah. So congratulations on that. If it wasn't for that, I wouldn't have met Adrian, who's an awesome dude and and so many other good folks that are you, out you there. You wouldn't have wound up having to rappel down a mountain in Utah, right? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, dude, there's so much else that I've seen that I'm not even going to talk about. Yeah, it's some, yeah. Some, some of it is not necessarily good either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What happens in that Brownell circle? Does it always leave that Brownell circle? I can tell you that. <laughs> yeah, we don't really... If you guys hear something, you're like, those people are crazy. You have no idea uh, exactly yeah. how yeah, yeah crazy it is. So, yeah, man, you know... Um, I I really do wish that there was more companies that would take a page out of, you know, Brownell's book. And I think it says a lot for, you know, not just the Brownell's family, you know, it's a family owned business. Um, But the other guys that work there, I really wish other companies would take a look at what you guys do, because so often uh, there's companies that get jealous or mad about it. And they're like, whoa, like, what do you, you know, what is the thing about these Brownells guys? And I tell them it's real simple. They just really actually care. <laughs> you know, they actually give a shit about myself, the, the, you know, the gun industry, the second amendment, I th- uh, you know, it sounds crazy, but it's simple at the same time. So, you know, if you want to know the secret, it's really right there for you. Thank you. Hank. You know? Thank you so much. Yeah. Um, and, and I wanted to give, I wanted to give, uh, Adrian a chance since we got him here on the show. Um, I don't know, you know, how do you feel about this stuff, man? Am I, am I the only one out here with that? No, you're, you're spot on everything that you said. I would reiterate as well. Um, Josh is the one that reached out to me, um, probably about the same time frame, And I've told this story many times. Uh, I received a DM from Josh and who, who works with Roy mm-hmm. at Brownells. Mm-hmm. And I saw his, you know, I saw the email, you know, Josh at Brownells, and I saw the his signature at Brownells. And I was like, what, what, what does such a big company want to have to do with little old me? Mm-hmm. And so I, I sat on that email for about two weeks and I thought, this is spam. This, <laughs> there's no way this company is reaching out to me. And then so uh, I, I think I got a phone call. Mm-hmm. And it was it was Josh. He left a voicemail, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Okay, uh, this must be real." Then we yeah. set up a meeting. Mm-hmm. Uh, we set up a telephone meeting, and <laughs> he missed it. He was traveling as as often as he does. Mm-hmm. He was traveling and didn't have cell service, so I was stuck on on this call with no one there. And then he called me maybe you know an hour later or something, apologized that he was traveling to some event. Uh, somewhere and and but we we connected and and to your point that you mentioned earlier uh hank 
think is that I wouldn't have met you. I wouldn't have met Rachel, Yeti, mm-hmm. Yolo, all the mm-hmm. wonderful people, all the awesome people at Brownells. Yeah. And I, I can't think of any other better company and, and group of people to be friends with. Yeah. Thank, thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Yeah. And I, I just want to say this, too. You guys are both awesome. I consider you guys friends and family. I, I hope you, you know that I actually mean that. I mm-hmm. think you do from the times I've been able to hang out with you. Yeah. And the other thing I want to say is the thing, one of my favorite things, and, and, and I've seen both of you all do this, is whenever folks we have worked with or, or been with together at, at, at Brownells, whenever you all start doing things on your own that don't even necessarily involve us, mm-hmm. oh, I, I like to see that. That, yeah. that, <laughs> that, that jazzes yeah. me up. Mm-hmm. Because, like I said, yeah, I work for Brownells. Yeah, I want to help Brownells do as well as I possibly can. But for me, at, at a very base level, at a very base foundational level, the, the thing that keeps me going is I absolutely believe in the Second Amendment and all, all my constitutionally guaranteed rights. Mm-hmm. And I want more people to understand that those are their rights, too. And my, if, if you will, my Simon Sinek why is, is to help spread, if you will, the gospel of the Second Amendment and just mm-hmm. get as many people involved in the community as possible. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's absolutely true. This is not just something that these guys are saying. I mean, and, I, and you know, before I wrap this up, like we all, you, well, hold on a second. I know that it was me and Josh and Ryan, and I'm trying to remember, and obviously Adrian was there. Did you, did you do part of that road trip, Roy? No. Nope. No, you weren't part of the road trip. Convoy across America. No. Yeah, I mean that was an amazing thing that I did. That was like bucket list for me uh, in my life. That's like life bucket list. I grew up as a, I I mean I grew up as a kid looking at like Cannonball Run and stuff like that. And dude, you did the the Brownells version of it. Yeah. Yeah, we went out there. You know, right, Adrian? (laughs) I remember you and uh, Athena. Your your wife was there. Uh, Yeah, Yeah, that was the. That was the most funnest thing in the world. I, I couldn't imagine doing a cross-country trip, you know, I, at the uh, in a Ford Raptor with 37-inch yeah, tires. I remember that. Yeah, I remember that. Driving Raptor. across the country <laughs> you know, alongside a Audi R8. Right. And then uh, we were at the Talladega Raceway. Yeah. I mean, yep. Yeah, no everyone went on that. T- I always tell people about that story. I'm like, <laughs> you're not going to believe this, man. We went on there. Dudes dudes came up there with minivans. There was a guy with a minivan and his yeah. whole family, and he took one lap, and his wife was cursing him out. <laughs> and he had to, like, come on. It was so awesome. It was a, such an awesome thing. It's not yeah. easy to do something like that again nowadays, especially with the price of gas. Um, okay, I, no. yeah. yeah, I yeah. remember when I came back from that, Lola said to me, um, I looked at your credit card bill, and you spent six thousand dollars in gas money traveling yeah. <laughs> traveling around the country. <laughs> yeah, that's great. And I'm gonna tell you that was like six thousand dollars well spent, sir. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I would love to do something like that again. I know it's not easy and all that. Like right now, it's probably not the best time in the world. But um, oh, Cruise Man says that was him. He says the track was epic. Was was it Cruise Man that came up there with his family in the minivan? Oh my god! <laughs> it must have been. Oh, okay. <laughs> How many people nah. can say they've had a minivan on on the Talladega? Not speed many. Run? I remember. Yeah, I mean, that's, dude, Ray, I mean, Ray from Ray from IV eighty eight eighty eight had a dually on there, and I remember seeing that dually do this, like come yep. off and go on, oh and my I was gosh. like, what? Yeah. <laughs> faster, I, Ray! Faster! Faster! Yeah. 
um, you know, Josh and Ryan were going around in like a suburban. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, so it was fun. And, yeah. and those kinds of and we've done like a whole bunch of adventures that we could talk uh, forever about here. So that's a whole nother show. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It was awesome <laughs> stuff. And I look forward to making more memories with you guys. And, absolutely. you know, and I really love how you, you know, how Brownells like brings all the folks out there into what they're doing. So please, other companies looking at this, take a page out of the book. I'm sure that uh, to some extent, you know, Roy and Josh and, and Ryan and all the other, uh, uh, give me some of the other folks out there. I know Randy right now is uh, Randy Hines, uh, Cody Hinton, Cody. and uh, Perry Whitaker. Perry, yeah, Perry's Perry. on the team. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Those guys will love to probably give you guys a little bit of pointers, you know. But the magic, the magic sauce in it is really caring. So, um, yeah. I just want to make sure I got that out there. Okay, so listen. Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm going to um, ask Roy and Adrian to tell you guys how you could contact them, support them, you know, check out their content, etc. Then we are going to, I'm going to run in the end, we're going to come back, and one of these dudes is going to leave us with some words of wisdom, or both of them, it's all good. Uh, um, Adrian. Oh, Adrian. Adrian, yeah, Adrian, you're yeah. nominated, you're nominated. You're a responsible adult on this <laughs> it's, podcast. Yeah, so it's too late, you. it's too late. Roy, tell the folks out there how, if they want to contact you, or check out your stuff, where can they go? Um, of course, obviously, I would want you to go to www.brownells.com or follow Brownells on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. Uh, I think we've even got a dude doing Twitch streaming now, Kayla, mm-hmm. the Baron Savant. For me mm-hmm. personally, my personal Instagram is Possum Fatback. I am from Arkansas, so it's Possum Fatback. <laughs> on yeah, he's and, legit um, Arkansas right there. <laughs> Arkansas. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, uh, just 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 check out Brownells or, or follow me on Instagram or follow Brownells. Mm-hmm. Brownells Inc., not Brownells 90. That's a fake account we keep reporting, but Brownells uh. Inc. That's, that's okay, yeah, I keep seeing that. Okay, Brownells90 is a fake account, right? Okay. That's not us. Yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah, there's there's a lot of people doing that nastiness. Cruzman says he's Chris Bolas, by the way, and he's also uh, 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 BOP, if I'm not mistaken. I'm, cool. I'm pretty sure, yeah, that he is. So, okay, there you go. Adrian, same thing, same question for you, my friend. Yeah, so Cigars and Guns, all the platforms that, that are out there, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, uh, Twitter, all those good ones, Cigars and Guns. And then you can always go to cigarsandguns.com and see what uh, events that we have coming up. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you guys have not heard of Cigars and Guns, uh, Adrian is like the real deal. He's uh, he's a he's a genuine uh, gun guy, believer in the Second Amendment. He's got some obviously badass guns. You know, he's for real into the cigars thing. And he's a car dude, man. You got like the trifecta. <laughs> the yeah. trifecta going there so make sure you check him out on all his things that he's on and uh tell him a cruise man says he's not bop okay we got to get him into the bop then uh, we'll yeah. get him in yeah he can get in but yeah the way you get in cruise man is you you post cool stuff on instagram about guns and make sure josh coburn at josh coburn sees your cool stuff yeah, is it only Instagram? Can you do Facebook or some other? You can do uh, Facebook, but you'll you'll see more stuff. It'll more like you'd be seen on Instagram. Oh, okay, cool. All right, I'm gonna run in the end. We're gonna come right back, and then my friend Adrian of Cigars and Guns is gonna drop some fire words of wisdom on you people. So just get ready for that. Let me run in the end right now. All right, guys, thanks for hanging out with us here. Um, I think I'm taking tomorrow off, so no show tomorrow. We'll be back free for all Monday, next Monday. So uh, 
make sure you come in for that. We are uh, ripping the audio out of this and throwing it up on iTunes. We're on Podbean. Uh, we're on Audible, like all the places that you get your uh, audio podcasts from. We're also part of the Firearms Radio Network. Uh, lots of great channels on there, like my friend uh, Sean from We Like Shooting and the whole crew over there. And just a whole bunch of cool people in the Firearms Radio Network. So make sure you guys check them out. Adrian, words of wisdom. Yeah, life is too short to smoke a shitty cigar. So <laughs> live your life. Don't be a dick and be a decent human being. <laughs> Amen, brother. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Absolutely. We are out of here. We'll see you guys. You two guys stay right there. I'm going to hit the buttons here. We'll see you guys on Monday. Bye-bye. We're out. Later. Thanks. Later, guys. Peace.